0: Hey, what's up, guys? Christopher Solly back for another Breaking the Fourth Wall weekly podcast. And I am joined today by people that you may know. You probably do if you've been following the show. First and foremost, the Mr. Clean of Pro Wrestling, Mr. Christopher Rudder. Yes, Christopher Mm. Rudder. Hello.
2: (laughs) I I swear he exists.
0: He he is here. We'll we'll get back to his... There you wait. Kinda heard him. (laughs) Rudder. We went audio to fix the audio issues. (laughs) Rudder, are you playing a
2: prank on me? Well,
0: while while we wait for Rudder to figure out why he's his voice has gone out on him, let's meet the Dr. Demento of the group, Mr. Don Smith.
3: What's happened? I'm actually here.
0: Hey. Joining us, uh-huh. joining us. You know, he does here. sound like
3: Everything Dr. Demento.
2: I love Dr. Demento, so I worship you, Don.
3: And the, I, I love Diet Coke and Mentos. And, <laughs> and, and then of course,
0: and then of course, the the gentleman who is so nice and so cool and so caring and so apologetic that he would be Canadian if it wasn't for his zip code, Mister Colin Washburn. <laughs>
4: Oh, thanks, Chris.
0: <laughs> I fed you to Good tell year. me to go fuck myself. <laughs> and, of course, the so the gorgeous lady of audio uh, audio podcasting, Miss Serenity Stone. Hello, hello. <laughs> and then the other special guest of the night, ladies and gentlemen, you know her, you've seen her. She had a mullet for a long time. No, <laughs> this gentleman has been in my life for well over 20 years. Probably can consider him a hemorrhoid. The owner and uh, one of the head DJs of BlindCafeRadio.net, dot Mister Twenty Twenty Lightning. That's right. Blind I'm Mister Twenty Twenty. Good evening, everybody. Glad to see everybody, and
5: it's uh, great to be here. And also, Chris, it's uh, Blind Cafe Radio.
0: As I said, <laughs> I'm still I'm still wondering how you're how you're seeing odd, everybody.
2: Yours one out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. How are you seeing everybody on an audio podcast?
5: I'm very special.
0: You're like a fucking bat. I'm turning my phone over. <laughs>
5: oh, now I can see you, Serenity.
1: <laughs> I just like their <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, while we're, while we're goofing around, as you guys can tell, this is a special uh, occasion to bring uh, Mr. 2020 involved because uh, Mr. 2020 and I do go way back, but also Serenity and Mr. 2020 do as well. It was a surprise on her that we brought Mike on the show. So, Mike, sit back, relax, and feel free to engage in the topics of conversation that we usually get involved with. And we're going to start off with one of our favorite segments, the top segment of the show. The news. Box. All right, I have my rum and coke. I'm ready to go. The news. Hey, I got my shit. <laughs> I've got iced tea. I'm, I'm the designated
3: driver.
2: Fireball for me.
3: Hey, this is Don Smith from The Life Radio Show. If you've always wanted to learn more about the world of low budget filmmaking and even lower budget comedy, Tune into the Life Radio Show. You can live stream the show at WWSU1069.org on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Or find us wherever you find podcasts. And like and follow the Life Radio Show on Facebook for live video and other shenanigans. All right, guys. Hey, welcome to the News Buffet. It's another great it's another great weekend, another great uh, weekend news. We're going to get you started. Uh, why the News Buffet, you ask? Because it may not be very frickin' good, but there's a lot of it. But we're just going to dive right in. The 2020 Ig Nobel Prize uh, announced a virtual ceremony, including awards for researchers who made knives out of frozen poop and a team of scientists who had an alligator shout after inhaling helium. <laughs> the Ig Nobel Prizes, given out each year by the satirical by the satirical journal Annals of Improbable Research, in a ceremony at Harvard University, were distributed in a virtual ceremony Thursday. The material science uh, prize was awarded to Kent State University team who crafted craft crafted that's probably closer. That might sounds like it. Crafted knives out of their own frozen feces as a means of investigating an ethnographic account of an Inuit man who claimed he uh, to have made a knife from his own frozen poop. Uh, the Kent team found the knives melted and deteriorated too quickly to be of much use. <laughs> I uh, hey, makes total sense literally... to me. Sometimes they just go to shit like that.
2: They stab the shit out of each other.
3: It
0: sounds like he was into <laughs> it.
3: Right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. A group of researchers from Austria and Japan received the acoustics prize after putting an alligator in a helium-fil- helium-filled box and having it vocalized. The scientists were aiming to determine whether the vocal communications of crocodilians uh, relate to their body size.
0: Is that like the new Star Trek? Hey, hey, what the the I'll say? <laughs> Wait a
3: minute, is that a joke? Uh, probably. Whatever it was, he sounded like one Whoa. of the chipmunks, I'm pretty Did sure. The they
5: make noise. Float. That's my that's my question. Was he flying? In the helium?
3: Oh that'd be
0: cool. Sure, they tied they sure. tied, they tied a rope around his mouth and he just kinda of hung in the air, you gave him to a uh, birthday well, yeah, boy. He's full of helium. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> right. It's flying flying alligators is the next uh the next shark Yeah.
2: That's... But with bigger <laughs> eyes. I see their eyes like oh,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, like balloons. <laughs>
0: Damn, they shot him full of helium. They tied his snout shut, and then they put Google eyes on him just so he has bigger eyes.
3: And then but stabbed him no, with a poop like, knife. Right, right, right.
2: Instead
0: of.
3: Because that's what to do, and they won a prize for that, so that's but wait, great.
2: <laughs> what does an alligator say? Like, what does the fox say? Like, what does an alligator say? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I would have to read way further into the article than I care to get you know?
2: Why don't we get some audio and a audio clip in here of an actual alligator sound? Because do
5: alligators talk?
3: And, and then alligators- speak- up as if then speed it up as yeah, if it were because the regular healing. alligator
5: sound is is more like a uh, snapping fingers like a click type sound is when they're talking. Look, we we've I got the exclusive. Like we, is it? Yeah.
0: We've got the exclusive audio. Hold on, hold on. I think I got it. Hold on, top. Let me type it in.
6: You guys are assholes. <laughs> All right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> live in the woods, so I hear foxes sometimes <laughs> up here in Michigan. But uh, I've never heard an alligator up here. Foxes yeah, actually <laughs> really weird—they like a screeching kind of a sound. <laughs> you know, it brings a it brings a good
0: a, a good point. Like if you inhale helium, it lightens your vocal cords because the air density is different. What happens if you shoved helium up your ass and you fart? <laughs> what does that sound like?
3: Fire. Uh, good. Fire. Give it a try and
5: get back with us. I'll
0: let you know. Is that is yeah.
5: that when you is that where you actually get the hot air?
4: You, know, <laughs> you are full so of, hot of air. Of hot air. <laughs> <Huh>. Your fart <laughs> start sounding really weird.
2: Oh my god! Uh. I can just see we represent the lollipop. I'm helium. Yep.
4: <laughs> the, the, the lollipop
3: kids. The lollipop Okay, haters. so
2: seriously, I really do want to join this golden ticket thing. I know, kind of off topic, but I still want to join the golden ticket.
0: That was last week, but still, <laughs> I yeah, thought we about to say Serenity. Really, really insane.
1: Serenity, yeah, we, ne- we never, never stray
3: we never stray from the topic on the, on the, the uh, news buffet We're, we, we must stay on point
2: I'm sorry okay so there was an outhouse that had an iphone in it that was going down the highway that they filmed later right
5: what
2: <laughs> huh? last week's episode there was like an outhouse going down the highway that they like had virtual reality
0: to make it real <laughs> Oh. I'm playing with sound so, effects. Okay, yeah, that <laughs> last week's
3: episode It's already the out there. Does
5: the buffet ever get food
3: poisoning?
5: <laughs> Just yeah. wait, we're uh, not done yet. <laughs> definitely.
3: And apparently, and and apparently, we inject helium up your ass too. That's. We whatever it takes, really, whatever it takes to get the news to the people. That's what we do.
6: <laughs> it's really bubbling up here. <laughs>
3: Yeah, see what see what kind of news bubbles to the surface. Uh, Aglio Kim, <laughs> Aglio Kim, a trolley-like robot which uses artificial intelligence is delivering food to customers at a restaurant in Seoul, South Korea. Yes. In order to minimize human contact and help ensure social distancing, shortly after customer customers order through a touch t- touch screen on the table, the one. 0.5 meter tall robot developed by South Korean telecoms company KT uh, Corp brings the food and uses a visual uh, SLAM, S-L-A-M, simultaneous location and mapping uh, capabilities to avoid obstacles and navigate around customers. The robot can deliver up to, to up to four tables at once. Uh, KT's AI platform business team leader uh, Lee Young Jin told Reuters, The AI robot is equipped with food trays, which can carry up to 30 kilograms and an LCD screen and speaker to communicate in both Korean and English. Uh, Customers found the robot serving quite unique and interesting and also felt safe from the coronavirus, said Lee Young Ho. (laughs) A manager for the Mad for Garlic restaurant, which has tested the robot this month, and Mad for Garlic definitely sounds like a Korean restaurant, doesn't it? Yes. <sighs> mm-hmm. <sighs> You're still stuck on Lee Young Ho. I know. <laughs>
2: oh. oh, Wait, what was the...
3: you got? You got to think of the amount of money they spent on this technology just to screw over uh, the waste staff. Oh yeah. Staff. Well, Absolutely. wait. Well, wait a minute.
0: What was what was the inventor's 100. name?
3: What was that? What
0: was the inventor's name? What
3: was that, Chris? Uh, the, the inventor is well, it was the business team platform was Lee Young Jin. The manager of the restaurant was uh, Young Lee, or Lee, Lee Young Ho. Ho. What Lee, two, Lee, two, Lee Jin and Ho? Yeah, Lee we'll just then. call Jin. Lee Ho.
5: Hung Lo? Is that what you said?
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: well, now not the us. the
3: robot's name is Aglio Kim. <laughs>
0: Well, well, Mike, didn't you know a Lee uh, Ho? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke.
4: I the robot with a hoe. Uh, yeah, we've known a lot of hoes in our day. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I've never uh, met one robotic yet. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's well, not... Know, they're they're they, out there. They're, they're like more expensive. You uh, talk
5: back to one of those robots at a restaurant. Well,
4: well dude, yeah, I'm optimistic, though. Do I have
5: some ketchup with my sushi?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is not no, unheard of though. They don't
5: know what ketchup is. My food is cold, how stupid can you be? I you mean this stupid
3: robots, why can't you
0: this no. isn't unheard of? There's there's yeah, shopping I believe
3: that's when the robot revolution starts right there.
0: <laughs> there's grocery stores out here in, in Pennsylvania right now and probably all over the world, but in Pennsylvania uh giant, giant food markets are using robot cleaners you know like when you got to clean up an aisle five or whatever they got this uh robot thing that's like creepy as shit looks like something from like fucking lost from space that actually just goes and like vacuum out. G- vacuum cleans up the whole entire like aisle yes
6: well
2: no,
6: no you think like it's vacuum
2: element. cleaning yet okay i've seen this shit this shit's in, all over in china it looks like they're vacuuming stuff <laughs> but they're actually like Spraying steam and chemicals and all kinds of stuff into the air and onto the surfaces, supposedly to keep us clean. But
5: you know, I
0: look. All I know I is, all is this is how you capitalize. get terminators. This is
5: how you- I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right here, right now. With all this uh, new technology going on and these robots, you're going to have a group out there that's going to start up and saying we are being racist against robots.
0: Yep. This is how you get Terminators, oh, yeah, that's, folks.
3: That's not, we're, not, we're not far from that now. <laughs> or robots have <laughs> actually feelings.
0: Or
1: robots are discriminating against us. One of the two will do
3: be- Yeah, robots <laughs> are people, too.
0: That'll be the redneck argument on the other side. They well, took our job!
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> that's that's what all the South Korean wait staff are saying is, they took our job! <laughs> <laughs>
0: They took our job. Uh, how could they take our job? This is how they <laughs> justified paying speaking $15 of an hour. <laughs> speaking,
3: of, uh, speaking of dangerous things in the air, officials in a Quebec town called Asbestos uh, said a planned vote on a new name for the municipality might be delayed after negative public reaction to the local council's options. Uh, Phoenix, Apolloni, Troylock, and... Uh, Jeffrey.
6: <laughs> uh, Jeffrey?
3: Mayor, <laughs> Mayor Hugus Grim Jeffrey. They're changing the name of asbestos to Jeffrey, because somebody has a kid named Jeffrey and sits on the council, I'm guessing. Probably. Uh, Mayor Hugus, and this is H-U-G-U-E-S, so it's not Hugo. I don't know what the, the only thing I can come up with is Hugo's. <laughs> Uh, Grimard uh, said Friday, which if you have a name like that, you might as well live in asbestos and not change it. Yeah. Uh, four days after the name options were unveiled that the local council was looking into other potential names after some of the town's 7,000 residents reacted negatively to the suggestions. The names that were all originally slated to be on the, on the voted on October 14th to 18th were Phoenix, the French version of the mythical firebird Phoenix. It's just Phoenix without an O because I don't know if they just misspelled it. Uh, Apolloni, the uh, species of turtle, Uh, Trelock, which means three lakes in English, and Jeffrey, the name of the man who operated the town's first asbestos mine. Just Jeffrey. They didn't bother to give him a last name because they figured he'd be dead in a few months anyway. Lucky was a
0: guy with his name on his shirt. He's he's
3: digging asbestos out of the mine. He's not going to make it. Why give him a last name at this point?
0: You know, like, jokes aside, though, that seems like, the, <laughs> as silly as it is, Jeffrey seems like it would be the most respectful name to replace asbestos. That's one, right. He ties into asbestos. He was the first guy to run the, uh, the, the trucks for asbestos. And it almost seems fitting that it would be Jeffrey. But really? Yeah, because it's way, more innocent, than, right. that's way right. more
1: innocent than cancer or tumor.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and why would you name it after a species of turtle are they known for their turtles no they're known for their asbestos i i'm going with jeffrey on that you know yeah i think i think i vote jeffrey <laughs> you didn't have a turtle down in that line and
0: then i'm gonna deep why cut not? this oh.
3: exactly that's, that's that's.
0: i'm i'm gonna deep cut this they should name it they should name it jeffrey and they should right. change their I'm gonna cut- get a
3: hold of Mayor Hugh, Hugh
0: goose <laughs> that's it get a hold of Mary you goose tell them me Change it to Jeffrey, and you change your fucking city flag to a mosquito. That's a deep cut. Right.
4: What makes you wonder, like... While, called, you're
0: while, you're it, while you're at it,
3: while you're at it, Goose, change that shit, because nobody knows what it is. <laughs> uh, these these, these, Wait, like, these Canadian mayors just
6: don't know. <laughs>
4: Jeez, yeah, uh, like, like, who, what do they name the Maraschino cherry after some guy named Maraschino? I mean, uh, and yeah. other stuff. What do yeah. they? They named. I mean, like, okay, Chernobyl. Was that the guy who screwed up?
3: <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was named Chernobyl before the uh, meltdown. It was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
6: just, it it, was that's how we know meltdown. it is the
3: meltdown. Yes. It was. It, it was already named that. Yes. You know,
2: Chernobyl was the city that it was
3: right. in. <laughs> right. They didn't have the meltdown and say, "Let's change the name of." You know. Just turtled at fucking Chernobyl.
0: That's it. They didn't. They didn't name. They didn't
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, change. Yeah, but some...
4: they named everything weird. Yeah, but they didn't they, name. They'll, they'll name some uh, like hurricane something or other, like a <laughs> yeah, yeah, hurricane. Yeah, Serenity.
2: wait, 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 wait. I like the last wait a few a few hurricanes ago. I guess there was Hurricane Nana, and I love that. My I have a grandmother who's 104, almost 105, and I call her Nana. So Hurricane Nana, I was so happy they finally did not a name.
1: Man is cool. What about a Russian snowcat? And they change its name to Chernobyl. That would be pretty fucking fierce. Not really, because Russian they when when when
0: yeah. when the accident happened in Chernobyl, they didn't change the name of the city, but they changed the Russian word for mutated to Cheno- Chernobyl. So I mean, you know. right? <laughs> 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 I was
1: thinking of a yeah, they been, been Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You you will never get laid, translated as Chernobyl. Oh, police.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: never. If you it,
2: it, it won't come for anything. Like <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, so, speaking of which, police in Britain responded to an early morning call from a man who became trapped in a pair of handcuffs in an apparent case of romance gone awry. Uh-oh. Uh oh. The Greater Manchester Police. Rockdale station said officers responded to, to a home at 4:30 a.m. Friday to have a to help a couple having difficulty with a pair of handcuffs. Uh, male, uh, the department's tweet said uh, uh, male phone requesting help as his girlfriend had locked him in some handcuffs and they couldn't find the key. Uh, wanted police as he feared the fire brigade would cut them and they were expensive. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> police said uh, the man was released from the cuffs, but the department did not say whether the expensive restraints were damaged in the rescue.
1: If you're really God, horny, but you're on a budget.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. I think, you know. And who isn't horny on a budget? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people. For- the economy ain't what it used to be. Save the cuffs, you know, because you're gonna yeah, you're gonna exactly. meet somebody later. That 14.99
1: you're, counts. You're years. gonna want to yeah.
3: reuse. Them. Were they fuzzy? Exactly.
0: <laughs> Were they at least fuzzy? Uh,
3: I would hope. I don't. They didn't show a picture, and this is an audio podcast today, so I couldn't even yeah. share a picture. of if it did show it, so you know.
0: <laughs> hold
1: on, honey. Little, we'll get those off you.
3: They didn't show it, and I'm not allowed to share. Hold, hold on, honey. All all
1: blind Mike. Mike. We're, all We're all Mike. We're all Blind Mike today.
3: <laughs> hold on, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we make our guests feel comfortable. So, so here,
5: here's definitely. You here can't see me.
6: <laughs>
0: hold on, no, honey. We we'll get those us off us. you.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Groovy. Groovy. No. Uh, well, was that to been, get the like, handcuffs off or what? Yeah, we're cutting the hand, right, hand I guess off. We're like
4: the We're like the opposite of Verizon now. It's like, can you see me now? Can you can <laughs> you just Very good, hear me man. now?
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll hit one more
3: transportation to of- Officials in a British city responded to a viral photo from a uh, municipal bus re- by reminding residents that snakeskin is not an acceptable material for face masks, especially when it's still attached to the snake. <laughs> uh, the photo snapped aboard a Manchester snapped aboard a Manchester bus uh, show a man sitting aboard the vehicle with a live snake wrapped around his mouth and neck, apparently on purpose purpose. A witness told the Manchester Evening News the man initially appeared to be wearing a quote a really funky mask until the snake started to move around. It was definitely entertaining she said. The photos show the man not wearing a face mask underneath the snake. The transportation the transport of Greater Manchester uh, representatives said passengers are required to wear face masks on city buses to protect them from the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, This didn't even be a surgical mask. Pastors can make their own mask or wear something suitable, such as a scarf or bandana, the representative told CNN. While there is a small degree of interpretation that can be applied to this, we do not believe it extends to the use of snake skin, especially when still attached to the snake. (laughs)
0: Dude, all I have in my oh. head right now is, like, you remember the old Flintstones cart, uh, cartoons where, like, they had, like, dishwashers and all that, and they were, like, birds and, and elephants and shit? And after they got done, yeah, it's a living or you think your job sucks. You know? <laughs> and, and the picture that popped in my head
5: was the cobra.
0: <laughs> yeah, G.I. Joe, the more you know. <laughs> I've had it with these
5: motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking bus. <laughs> I just did a story that, that a woman kind of uh, four-foot python in her shower.
3: What, why did she put oh, a... Yeah. Po- oh, yeah, oh, we, yeah. I've, I've reported on a lot it? of snakes coming up out of toilets.
2: I mean, like, <laughs> she, she found- did she...
3: Very I damn did. good.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> she she found it very. Yes, yeah, she did.
5: He <laughs> <laughs> was like getting. How did she eating... get in my shower? <laughs> that that was my question because on on my show I just said that. Uh, uh, wait a minute, it sounds like fake news to me because how would a snake in a shower unless someone put it in there? I mean,
2: it's oh, no, not going to climb her. up it's through the cover. drain. It's not going to come through the shower. No, it's a cover, man, because it was her pet, but. That
5: got a little bit too frisky i guess
0: look she was shooting <laughs> she was shooting oh, a by she, the
5: way it was a bald python too it was in chicago when this happened
0: she was shooting a brand new album cover for a brand new 80s cover band called shower snake okay cuz you know for back shower in the 80s snake. back in the 80s all bands had names that like either had color or an animal in it so
3: <laughs> some of them both like some white of them both, snake
0: like white snake Great I white. believe the
3: white snake slightly smaller.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's always smaller. as
2: much as other races.
0: Was it a cold shower? That'll depend on how small the snake was.
3: <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's all she had to do. Or back, four she four found back. a four foot snake in the t- shower. Turned the cold water on. It was a two foot snake. What
5: <laughs> did You just tell the woman that you're with, "Hey, you want to pet my snake?" <laughs> <laughs>
4: So then we're going to have videos of some woman taking a shower on top of a car with a four-foot snake.
3: <laughs>
0: Shot in winter. What, where yeah. did this two-foot oh, yeah. snake come from? Uh,
3: I would I would say check out check out Pornhub. They're already there. <laughs> I've heard. Oh, <laughs> good,
0: good cover on that one,
3: yeah. As long as Don shares it. <laughs> yeah. Or so I'm told. I, I've i never, never seen it. So,
2: like, yeah, oh, my stomach right? just turned, and I'm all like... <laughs> Really, that exists? I'm like, what? Like, no, like, really, guys? Is it really that sick of a world where that shit might exist?
0: There is, there is a fetish for everything. I you swear to God, bad, you go right yeah. now onto Google, you type in two two midgets in a drawer, you will find a porn for it. Okay.
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God. Okay, so I.
3: That's a callback to play. That's a man that knows what he wants right there. (laughs) I have a
2: friend who told me that her boyfriend had a fetish. Okay? So I look up online later what that fetish was. I couldn't remember the name of it, so I just did, like, the Wikipedia of sexual fetishes. There's a fucking fetish for everything. Like, if you're attracted to spiders... Oh, yeah. Who the fuck looks at a spider and says, I want to fuck that? Like, (laughs) Come on! I'm sorry, but... No,
5: There's
2: they'll just, just, they'll just climb all over you. But, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, i I got yeah, to say, no, no. I don't want to believe any of this really
0: exists. <laughs> well, come yeah, on, come, well, no. come It exists. Serenity, I yeah, mean, but, uh, take, a, take a look at some of the new sex toys out there where they've got alien penises that actually shoot out, like, jelly, uh, I guess, covered uh, little egg things into you for what? you to be able to pop back out. did These things actually exist. Alien dicks okay, that, are, that so, look like tentacles on, and shit.
3: On here. <laughs> well, can you
2: share a photo of what you are talking about? Because I, okay, I went to Hustlers on Hollywood Boulevard. He's
3: going to go into his but, personal photo library. No, I know he has
2: You have, you
3: you have, have no, no it idea.
2: No. Or, or saying, pull like, the
5: alien midget out of your drawer, Chris. <laughs> no, seriously? <laughs>
2: I have never heard of what the fuck you're talking about, but it sounds like artificial intelligence has gone too far.
1: It sounds like only guys know of these things and, like, really weird, fucked-up chicks, maybe. <laughs> Serenity thinks we're that I'm sorry.
4: Or maybe I'm, Christian. Has a jelly donut fetish.
1: And what, what's your porn, ha- porn hub search look like, Chris, to actually fucking know this? God.
2: <laughs> Damn. Hey, wait, wait. wait. Do you, do you actually have a porn hub search?
3: Yeah. That gives you like an There's, algorithm? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is yeah, a history.
3: How the, how the hell are you going to yeah. find your kink yeah. if you can't search you it? Know you you
1: look at things, yeah.
3: <laughs> The, the main page on per, Pornhub doesn't have the sick shit he's looking for. <laughs> yeah, you have to dig. <laughs> you have to go, to go down that rabbit yeah. hole to find somebody going. Oh my god! Down a rabbit hole. You have to so be really <laughs> All right. To
1: come up with. All right. is this rabbit hole?
6: Okay,
1: So
2: what? this is this is why my video shows me like Care Bears having fun is because like uh-huh. my, my my stuff my what? stuff is all PG man. Yeah, that's different. right. Care Bears
5: can do it over
2: the oh. rainbow, too, you know. <laughs> well, exactly. my algorithm would be totally different. Care
3: Bears different. need 11 too. I'd,
2: I'd have the Where's cartoons there? and craziness, I bet. Like oh, this there's
6: is different. a different form uh, right, of Care laying next
0: to her. All right, guys, in the group chat, you'll see a picture of what I was talking about, but the funny thing about it is I accidentally sent it to our publicist first. <laughs> <laughs> You have to describe the picture, bastard. Nice. You have to describe the picture, bastard. <laughs> it is a purple cock with like a <laughs> suction cup head. <laughs> and from the back of it is you I can shove you the egg head in, head in, head. in to actually shoot okay. it into you your body.
2: It. Okay. It, it completely looks like a plastic mushroom that instead of bloomed, deflated.
1: Serenity, our question as a female, female, does this in any way look fucking enjoyable, or do you have one weird friend you think would like it? Which, by the way, I I might have
2: a gay friend in Hollywood that might take it up the ass. But, like, like, other than him, you know, I, I really don't see a woman. I'm sorry, the shape, the. Distinctions in it are not what a woman. She's talking about the thing for
1: for anybody who's listening.
2: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) it's not like us chicks are like, oh my god, if we can't see his veiny, yeah, no, we don't, we don't go into that, no. But I know a few guys in Hollywood who might. I don't know. I, it's deflated. You guys, what the fuck.
1: You know some what? guys who could go to work on this, and you know somebody who might look like this, is what you're saying?
2: Well, I I know a few random dick pictures that look like that, but... <laughs>
6: um,
3: I'm going to remain quiet. You know, from, from... <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it's, it, it, is, after all, it is, after all, an alien dick, so we don't know what they well, really look like. Why was it... That's an artist re- rendering of what his imagined alien penis would look like. Okay, so so from the world he took a little it took a little, and I say he because you know a woman didn't come up with this shit. Apparently not. But he took a little art- artistic advantage there, a little artistic yeah. license. Well, wait a minute. How yeah. do
5: you know aliens aren't really women, but are you know with men's body as an aliens, and then women aliens actually be the men?
1: Oh fuck. <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, what if cat if some alien woman's gonna come down and rape me? <laughs> what if cat if some alien woman's gonna really come and rape dog. me, and I'm gonna have to give birth? Are you kidding me? Something <laughs> has gone horribly.
2: What, why does it have to squirt yeah, things sometimes, out? Sometimes,
3: sometimes you gotta take one for the yeah, team, like, Colin. What is
2: the purpose of these <laughs> jelly ball things coming out of it? Like that just sounds like constipation to me. I like, fill
3: just, it
1: with caviar. I think that's a. Oh, oh, yeah, I, the uh, why does it eject? Yeah, hair that's the question. Yeah, <laughs> hairballs. <laughs> well, is again, that so women
6: could
2: feel like they're getting list, like, impregnated this. by an alien. Is that a fetish? That's I'm sure that's a fetish somewhere. Like, that, that, I want get that, pregnant that, by an alien.
0: That is literally the fetish because I've when I heard that these things existed, I looked it up on YouTube, <laughs> and they actually it's actually on YouTube you know, the, the manufacturing of it and the purpose of it. And they say because women like the feeling of not only it shooting into them, but then being able to pass it back out.
2: Oh, dude, there goes dinner.
3: And this, and this is what happens when we lose control of the news uh, I'm going to sign off now with the immortal words of comedian Larry Reeb, it's a sick world, I'm a happy guy, folks. All right, take it back.
4: Damn,
2: I was just getting the plunger. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I just pulled
6: up
4: the Philadelphia news
2: saying, oh, it's the newest sexual fetish, getting alien eggs laid inside you. <laughs> well, and it's some Philly, so you got to trust
0: it. Oh, of course. And you guys well, thought I was if bullshit. They're not, if they're not the going to
3: burst forth from your chest when they're grown into infancy, then I don't fucking want anything to do with them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. You could that's fill so it with tapioca, and that would be kind of sticky. But if you fill it with caviar, it gets a little fishy. Oh, <laughs> oh man! man. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay,
2: so it is called uh, ova pasta, and ova Poster is what that toy is called.
3: What yeah. kind of pasta? <laughs> it's ova <laughs> Yeah.
5: It,
3: An ovi Is the that is. a
2: little, little
5: pasta there?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my god dude Seriously these things are huge These
0: balls are fucking huge oh i oh, turned on. Oh no, I'll, I'll, share <laughs> I, I, no on, I'll, I'll share it in the group chat Hold on I'll share it in the group chat If I can I thought, If I can get a I thought
2: picture I so that If you just start scrolling down on that You'll see the images I saw Oh god that's some I can't jump fast. <laughs> so, like the size of a like I don't know a 6-month old baby. Like a, baby.
6: Like a yeah. traffic cone. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> and aren't aren't our listeners glad this is an audio podcast today? <laughs> Cuz was... I'm actually glad it's an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, let
0: me ask you, Mike, I'm with Blind Cafe. With it.
3: with, with yeah, when when the visual when the visual grosses out <laughs> the blind guy there's a problem
0: <laughs> let me let me ask you mike
2: okay, Houston, we have a problem
0: <laughs> mike let me ask you a question with blind would you want to rebroadcast breaking the fourth wall right now <laughs> well
5: i would but I, it would probably be my it would probably be my last <laughs> <part>.
0: yeah <laughs> we'd be
5: breaking that
2: fourth wall you know
0: yeah, yeah you would be no, broken
5: I'd, I'd probably be getting broken over the
2: head yeah, right it's now. definitely broken <laughs>
0: I wish we were still on Cast FM because I guarantee you some Karen would be like, "He needs to apologize." <laughs> Those
3: Karens. Speaking of oh. it, yep, I love alien penis, and I feel offended and attacked by them. There,
5: there, there, there you go, Chris. Start up the chat line and get people's opinions while you're doing the fourth wall. There you go, <laughs> and then you can make fun of their comments,
0: which is what we pretty much do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta have goals. <laughs> <gonna> have goals. <laughs> Cover, covered so in KY jelly literally... and sh- <laughs> <laughs> shot through a dick would it, straw. Would it be balls? <laughs> <sighs>
1: oh God! Yeah, that's breaking the wall. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I
5: hurt work.
2: just looking at that picture. Makes me want
1: to
0: hurl. Oh, don't lie! As soon as it's, right. as soon as we're done this episode, you're running out to the store right now, ain't you? I <laughs> She's not. drooling right now. What are you talking I about? Not. That's I a horrible not. thing.
2: Hell no! I've already started a pornhub account under Chris's name, Yay! so I can get his <laughs> algorithm.
0: <laughs> All two You're people so nice happy to that. watch it.
3: <laughs> I don't want. It.
2: <laughs> give me better memories, please. <laughs>
0: well, I know who can give us better memories. That would be our next segment, and our good friend who runs it, Mr. Chris Rudder. I mean, going from alien penises to movies, it makes sense to me anyway. It's what's uh-huh. your effing deal?
1: What's Your F and Binge? is a podcast brought to you by Chris, Anchor, and Spotify. And what we talk to our guests about is what they're currently binge-watching on TV. And uh, what we do is we like to uh, take a different approach. I don't want to know what the name of the show is that they're going to talk about before they come on. I have to actually guess it. So I ask them who, what, when, where, why. And uh, try to figure out what it is that they're watching. A lot of times I'm able to guess it. And sometimes I'm not, and that's fine. That adds to the comedy of the show. We like to bring our guests on, whether they're a model or an actress or a producer or a musician, and just let them have a platform to be able to tell everybody what they have coming up next and also entertain everybody with what's worth watching. So I hope everybody tunes in for the next episode of What's Your and Binge? Thanks. It's Chris. <music>
0: What's
1: your FN deal? Two, one. Hey, everybody. It's Chris from What's Your FN Deal. Just want to take a quick moment here and look at the year in review whenever it comes to streaming your television. Uh, During the pandemic, we've all been locked in our houses for a while, so everybody has really caught on to binging a lot of different shows. So just real quick, from the panel, what are the shows that you guys have binged in the past 30 days?
0: Cobra Kai. In a day. That's right.
1: That's
2: right. Um I'm I'm totally addicted to Ratchet. Ratchet, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: All right. Don? I I went kind of like old school Scottish TV
4: with still game.
1: Ooh, (laughs) yeah, still game. Very cool. All right. Colin? Uh,
4: Um, I I've been binging breaking the fourth wall. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, cool. Very Yay! Cool.
3: That's what she said.
1: <laughs> I know Rock I know. he on, you know, a show and uh, you know, and uh this one one chick. But uh yeah, very cool. No, seriously, what TV have you actually watched?
4: Uh, I don't really watch that so much television. Um, I was I know, with a girl. Yeah,
1: I get it. Yeah, yeah. and blind, and blind Mike, what have you binge listened? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting
5: to see if you would actually ask that question. Properly. <laughs> hey, believe it or not, I watch a lot of Netflix. And uh, let's see, I watched the entire uh, Cobra Kai. I'm still on season twelve of The Supernatural. And I'm also watching the second season of The Oak of Curse, curse Island.
1: Oh, The Oak of Curse Island is, is a very good show. So guess what? The Curse of Oak Island? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Curse so of Oak it, Island. Yeah, The yeah. Curse of Oak Island. It's very cool. Wait, wait, so guess wait, what? Let me
2: ask everyone. Does everyone believe they will find something or not?
1: Nope.
5: <laughs> nope? <laughs> Actually, you, you know what? It doesn't matter if they found anything or not because the people that are in the show, they all got rich already.
3: Yeah, but you right, know what? It does matter,
0: because do I'll, I'll point you back to Lost for uh, how endings are, <laughs> how important <laughs> endings are. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. They're,
3: they're dumping like $2 million on another crane to tear some more shit up, so I don't and, know. And these guys came in. Yeah, but they're making
5: $10 million as in all the sponsors.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true.
1: And, and, and they came into the that's show already. That, they, they own yeah. a huge uh, wine company, yeah. and so they were already close to billionaires before they started doing this. Uh, but they are actually well, now, now a, I hate them. yeah and uh, 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 but uh, uh, so they are actually turning a profit but it's very minuscule compared to what the wine uh, business and restaurant business they're involved in. But guess what here's the deal The rest of America does not agree with any of you. Uh, your shows are not even uh, mentioned in the top 15 of the best most streamed shows According, course must to be that. soap operas. If it's cutie, so I'm going to be so mad. Here we go. I'm cool with yeah. that.
2: Okay, if Game of Thrones isn't on here, I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: Well, this is of 2020, so Game of Thrones would not oh. be on it regardless. That's yeah. Mr. 2020 to you? Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> so, uh, at number 11, we do have one show that both Don Smith and I have talked about What We Do in the Shadows, season number two. After that, it gets to be very obscure for anybody who has not seen what we do in the shadows. Both Don and I rated that at eight and a eight and a half uh, for uh, shows to watch right now. After that, it becomes shows that you—I guarantee it—you have never heard of. Let's start off with one. Have you heard of Feel Good?
0: I'm only with an alien penis. Nope. Uh huh. Exactly.
1: Hey, you admit that, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: or, or so Don Smith told me. <laughs> He's not
3: telling on himself any more than he already has. So,
1: on my episode, Stoli has come out of the closet. I got you. So, uh,
3: <laughs> so uh, feel
1: good is an intimate portrait of addiction and love. Let's go on to another show that you probably haven't fucking heard of. A secret love is number five. Have you ever heard of that?
0: Yeah, alien penis. I have one. <laughs> yeah. What, I don't care.
2: what are they basing this off of? American TV or
1: this is off of streamed content off of the streaming platforms. Yes, it's so all, crazy. all of them. They, it's the so Hulu,
2: crazy. Netflix, all of them.
1: It's all of them put together. These are the most. I strange. have
2: all of them, and it's and it's,
1: and it's worldwide.
2: Heard of any of that shit? And and,
1: right. and it's this it's worldwide, perfect. right? So now number number four. Athlete A, a harrowing yet essential viewing of Athlete A shines unforgiving light on the horrific abuses of athletes. That's number four. Have you heard of that? No.
3: I've <laughs> heard of it. I haven't watched
1: it. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even admit that I heard of it.
3: I've seen it when I was browsing <laughs> through. Okay. All right. So number
1: okay. three, welcome to Chechnya. An illuminating, uh, illuminating, and urgent call to action. Welcome, Chechnya portrays the horrors of the mass persecution of the LGBTQ community in the Chechen com- uh, Republic. Have we heard of that show?
0: Yeah, it's called CNN. Where's
1: Chechnya. Yeah. Welcome to Chechnya. <laughs> I heard of Chechnya. And then following what? it, following at number one on the road. Oh, number one
5: has to be the eleven-year-old dancers, the strippers. Not yet,
1: not yet. Give that a few more minutes. Number one is On the Record. It uses harrowing first-person accounts to powerfully and persuasive uh, uh, confronts the entrenched sexism of the industry and the culture of the record industry. The top ten of what Rotten Tomatoes has put out as the most best-streamed shows of 2020 is full of all this sexual exploitation and all of this super over-the-top um, uh, commentary on things that are going on. If anybody were to look at a show to watch off of this list, would you have watched any of these shows? Fuck no. no. <laughs>
2: wait, wait, wait. Do, wait, do we know if this, I mean... This is kind of like proof that they have control over these lists because I don't think anyone—and I could talk to a thousand people—I don't think anyone has heard of even the number one about the record industry. Like,
1: dude, right? May, are, so you and I are in agreement on this, and what I'm bringing yeah. to the, what I'm bringing to the table is this is a rotten TV—I'm uh, sorry, Rotten Tomatoes TV list for 2020, yeah. and, and yeah, no, Bottom line, it's just fake news. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> right. we go.
3: It's what they're trying to. It's what they're trying yeah. to force. It's, you to it's watch. what they're, they're trying, they're
1: trying to call out, people like, hey, into walking like and what they're, they're trying you. to uh, maybe mold the culture or the lexicon or the zeitgeist, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they're trying to actually force the narrative of what's going on in this year, and they're totally circumventing. Anything that's gone on with, with COVID, anything that's going on with what's going on in America right now, if you're talking about documentaries, why wouldn't you show something like that? There are many shows this year that have actually captured America's imagination. They're total dumpster juice and filth as far as like a never-ending parade of human debris. But like Tiger King isn't even on this list. Everybody yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I was going to say, you're talking about yeah. Tiger King, aren't you? <laughs> hey, what right? What about Tiger Coffee? King? Coffee. Tiger King is, is number 48 on this Gotham. list.
5: Sorry.
1: So they're saying 47 <coughs> more shows have more viewers and uh, more critical response than Tiger King. And that was the show of the summer. It's just so that we are able to put yeah. this list together.
0: It just, it just goes to show to the argument that we've made numerous yeah. times so on they're this trying show. To it's it's just going back to that statement over and over again that we've made numerous times right. on this show in general that entertainment needs to stay out of political platforms. They need to stay the fuck mm-hmm. out of it because you're not it's helping the situation. Yeah,
5: yep.
2: it's advertising.
5: Well, in the bottom line, who cares about six fucking people wondering saying we've never heard these?
0: Hey, yeah.
1: all,
6: every- hey, hey, yeah. Hey. yeah. Hey. It's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's, I at the end of the day I would like for people to respond to this segment and say if you did watch it or if you didn't and if you haven't watched it what's your take on these kinds of shows being forced by rotten tomatoes and if you have watched it tell us how the fuck you found it. I do a <laughs> I do a binge, I do a binging review TV show for uh, that's my that's my gig and I have not heard of any of these shows I have talked about, other than what we do in the shadows, which was number eleven, Better Call Saul was number fifteen, and the Parks and Recreation, um, where they all came back together and did the social distancing video on on Zoom, that was oh, yeah. number eight. That would be the only; those are the only three shows in the top twenty of this fucking list of the best TV shows of 2020 uh, by Rotten Tomatoes. I, I just cannot fathom how they're able to put this together. And if you're a conspiracy guy like I am, like, aren't they forcing a narrative of some like really crazy shit? If this is they are, I, I agree. Then, uh, I, I really think it's almost it, it's a uh, um, almost a criminal endeavor to put this together and say these are the best shows for anybody out there who thinks they're highbrow. And they're gonna watch something right. that's on the top ten list of something. Like you're gonna put this narrative in front of people that that's kind of fucked up.
0: Well, that you're, yeah. But, but what's going, going on now it. is
5: you just mentioned the top ten, so everybody that reads this podcast, they're gonna be like, oh, we gotta watch these. So right, you know, right. And, and, that's,
1: and that's that's so, that's what I'm saying. So if this yep, is how you got to that show, let us know in the comments. And also just not- keep in mind for there's many of us on the show, uh, or also who listen to it, who do comedy sketches and this is the same network that rated Dave Chappelle's latest special as a zero uh before they released it to the public. So I mean it's just really weird how they're able to allow people to come up with these lists on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a frequently sourced uh uh
0: you know material. Hey look so, hey look I could state it this way as far as David Chappelle is concerned, I've never thought he was funny. I, I he's never he's never been my humor. He's he's never he's never been my style of humor. Dave, With David, that said,
2: I don't could be funny.
1: Dave
3: Chappelle was brilliant yeah. ten years ago. But
1: you know his newest special, to rated a zero on critical acclaim. Like even if you don't like him, you're gonna laugh at a couple things. Well, that's 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 where you know, I, that's fr- where I was going with it. That's, oh, wait, I'm sorry, that was a fake
0: laugh. Uh, that that's where I was going with it. As, as much as I myself may not be a personal fan of Dave Chappelle, I recognize the fact that he is loved by a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. He he ranks up there with people yeah, like yeah. He, he he ranks oh, yeah. up there with people like Adam Sandler, who again I don't get the humor, but other people do. How can you say he's the greatest black comedian? Of modern day, in every special he's done, every uh, appearance on Mad TV or whatever else that he's done, and half-baked and everything else, but one special where he turns around and he uh, talks bad about your narrative, you rate him a zero and then claim you're non-biased? Bullshit. Yes.
1: That's the yep. thing. This <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is a hugely, you know, uh, again, it's a very, very well-sourced piece of, of information and material for a lot of people they quote it very often you can look at even uh, if you uh, get TV guide online TV guide on your TV if you uh, on your cable service some of them show like the TV guide today and they show their stuff and it, uh, they're linked to them like they're very they're it's almost, uh, sen- it, or almost criminal, I guess, is the right word, where they're actually like forcing this on people. It's just another, um, uh, another example of fake news being used in inter- entertainment. It, it, it's kind of a fucked
4: up thing uh, oh. to me. It,
0: oh, it, it's know. it's all around. I mean, you go on YouTube. I watch. Right, Chris. I, I
4: hear exactly the same.
0: I'm a I'm a conservative by nature, okay. Like uh, my, yeah. as far as my political points of view, I watch conservative talk shows on YouTube, and it gets interrupted with Joe Biden commercials. I mean, they are right. forcing the opinion as much as they yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, when right. I, uh, on so the opposite look at side,
1: this. people who watch CNN will say the same thing, and uh, you know that's one thing with news and politics because they're supposed to be equal showing. Right, mm-hmm. but whenever it comes to something like this that's supposed to be unbiased, unproliferated uh, proliferate, uh, by commercialism and blah, 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 all of this shit where it's all critically and fan-driven, to have a list put out like this is almost insulting if you were to think about it, uh, at least in, in, you know, the way I, I look at these things. Uh, I, I looking agree, at Chris. TV shows I totally to, agree. Looking at TV shows to review and looking at TV shows that are binge-worthy. Uh, for for my show, uh, th- this is just... Yeah, like, how can any of these things be fucking binged by people who have half a brain? <laughs> right?
4: Well, yeah, to me it makes no sense because you look at things in the manner of, okay, uh, like, when Game of Thrones came out, right... Um, I was out in Denver, and me and Serenity were, like, totally talking about this show all the time. So I actually downloaded the first season. And everywhere I went, somebody would be like, oh, I watched a new episode of Game of Thrones, blah, blah, blah. You know, your friends talk about stuff that they watch on TV. They talk about it among each other. So for them to not be talking about it and still watching these shows to get these ratings and these numbers up there sounds like bullshit to me because I would have hurt my friends, oh, I'm watching this show, I've been watching that show, but I'm not hearing none of that. So it sounds like it's a bunch of crap
0: It absolutely is, and again, it goes back to, like I said before, it goes right back to the fact that entertainment, no matter what form of entertainment, music, uh, uh, sports, uh, fucking movies, uh, television shows, should leave their narratives the fuck out of it. Just put and out entertainment. Get, and now, it's
5: time to get a toilet flush going there, Chris, because we're going to flush that list right down the toilet.
0: Exactly. That's, good, where That's where it belongs. That's where it belongs. But good. but no, seriously, because like people go to these mediums, these, these forms of entertainment to escape everyday life. If we want those narratives yeah. jammed down our throat, we'll watch the fucking local news. You know, or the or the DNC or RNC debates on 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 TV. We don't need sitcoms and and dramas and everything else revolving around the shit we're surrounded with every fucking minute of every fucking day. It's stupid. It's brainwashing. It's not. And, and the, it's not entertaining. The
1: one really, the one really odd thing to me is out of this uh, critically acclaimed list and everything is that. <laughs> Seven of the eight shows I uh, mentioned all focused and revolved around some sort of sexual deviation, mm-hmm. um, uh, whether it's normalized or not. Uh, just bringing these things up as like critically acclaimed shows like that—that's just I don't know if that—it's just such a weird narrative for a company like this to put out. That's uh, you know a sourced media group.
0: Well, we're gonna um, we're gonna file you know, it right where Mike asks us to file it. Put it in the toilet, man.
3: Bye-bye. I say we make our own documentary about people who want to be impregnated by purple alien penises. I'm I'm telling telling you. you, And that'll be be next year's number one.
0: Dude. filled with caviar. No bullshit. No bullshit. Right here, right now, since we're talking about it. No bullshit. Right here, right now. Who would want me for, for... not right away, but like, say, a month down the road, we do a segment where I actually go for the next month. I go out. I get one of these fucking alien penises, and I go out and oh, approach God. women and ask them would they use it. Not to actually get them to I use it, you but really like. I dare
2: what? you. I dare yeah,
1: I you do dare. to do that.
0: I think you'll get arrested, Chris. Recipe,
1: Chris. Yeah. Probably.
4: Chris, Chris you, be- you better check with your wife first. You <laughs> <She laughs>
1: get arrested. She'll make she'll
5: make sure she has <laughs> Come on.
4: Yep, Jack. <laughs> with your wife first.
3: <laughs> see if she'll use it.
0: If I gave it to her, I'd never get it back. Okay, <laughs> I to 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 without
2: <laughs> the, the big, huge, giant caviar balls.
0: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> doing everybody, that's
1: this week with What's Your F and Thank you very much.
0: Dude, we should have a fucking oh. contest with it. We should get two of them, and, like, we'll take turns and see who can oh. shoot the alien egg the longest,
3: the farthest. I think we'll see it. All right. Well, I, I got, it, I got a right. sign with serenity on this one. Let's keep the purple alien penises off the show. Yeah,
2: you know, I, I really got to say, I'm going to nightmare.
3: Like, Unless
4: we but can but make a full-length movie out of it, then we can get it on Chris's list. There you go.
2: <laughs>
4: hey, maybe I'll make <laughs> it on the Rotten Tomatoes
0: <laughs>
3: list.
4: It <laughs> can even be a series.
1: Oh, God. It'll no, be binge it <laughs> What's that one taxi cab or van show they do where they pick them up on the porn channel? Yeah, they could do that with the purple alien <laughs> bit. Hey, there's a porn kettle. Yeah. Orange yeah, you, you, yeah you, you, I, I, can't, I don't know what the name of it is, but I... Ask uh, Don, it He's, phone it's, phone it's on his list. You, you, you notice
5: how Serenity like acts so
2: innocent? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want Cinemax, okay? Uh, Cinemax. So, Cinemax. Yeah, Cinemax so is the I pay. As, uh, Cinemax.
0: That's like that's like C- That's like Sesame Street Apography right there, Cinemax. <laughs> no,
6: but that's <laughs> one from I got some stuff Oh, wait, no, that's Cinemax. <laughs> Yes, Cinemax. Yeah, Cinemax. Yeah,
1: that's porn for chicks. They, <laughs> they watch it because for you know a what? Yeah,
2: I watched it for the fair, and I couldn't get past season one. It just was wretched and horrible. <laughs> like I couldn't watch it. They, they but whipped out this alien got,
0: dick, and it was just.
2: <laughs> I got three free
1: months, so just you I'm know, going two with it. With Kinemax, okay.
3: Yeah. Hey, okay. so it's free. Blake. Watch the late night stuff and learn some stuff. If you guys have any
2: recommendations for me, please put them in the comments because I'm new to this and my algorithm must be off. Don't okay? Don't
0: ask don't ask our listeners to send you recommendations. You will see shit yeah, like really blue out. waffles. I'll do that. <laughs>
1: I them those oh, what is, like is email address there. out
0: loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ask the fans for that. You'll get shit like fucking check out Blue Waffles. You don't want that stuff in your life, okay? <laughs> you know what? I would.
2: You know, I would probably
0: check
2: it out. My, two you know, girls, one cup. They might know something I don't.
0: So. Two girls, <laughs> oh, one cup. I'd probably know a lot. Yeah. Oh man! You know, Chris,
3: I, I I kind of feel like this whole show so far has been an after dark segment.
0: It really it pretty, pretty much is. Has. yeah an after hour I segment. I kind of feel like you guys are all yeah, pranking me. Well, you. after
3: dark, actually.
0: <laughs> no, I I have to take
6: that
2: as a pun.
0: This this episode this episode this episode is us as kids with uh with cable but didn't have Cinemax so you're flipping channels back and forth real quick hoping to see a titty in the in the uh, flip over before it tells you you have and to the pay spice for this channel? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always
3: I always called that the Picasso channel because you turn it on there'd be a boob up in the upper left corner and another one down in the lower right and it'd be like It'd be like a Picasso painting. You wouldn't know what the hell was going on. You just have to have yeah, a really good really really, abstract imagination.
4: Uh, y'all are bringing back wild childhood memories, because remember, I grew up in a strip joint, right? Yeah. All, yeah. all my friends would come over, and we'd be watching TV, watching cartoons on to television, right? Well, the couch was angled, so if you turned your head to the left, you're looking straight down the hall. Well, that's where the dancers' rooms were, and they were always wandering around there were boobs flopping and stuff or whatever. (laughs) Flopping. No shirts on or whatever. (laughs) Must have been the day shift. (laughs) As soon as that door opened, as soon as they heard that door open, their heads turned to the left real quick, And then they're like, oh, I saw a boob. I saw a boob. It was hilarious. I was always cracking up and messing with them, teasing them.
0: Jesus Christ. I never wanted your life so bad.
2: (laughs) He was de-virginized before he was even, like, nine, just by his eyes. Yeah,
4: I know too much.
0: Yeah, you're lucky.
5: I got to head out of here, dude. All
0: right, Mike. Well, before you go, tell everybody about BlindCafe.net and uh, BlindCafeRadio.net and uh, where they can catch it and and, uh, the shows you got going on. Let everybody know about it.
5: Well... Well, BlindCafe.net is a organization. It's a charity, actually. It's a 501c3, where we actually uh, have Team Talk, where we have other blind people on Team Talk and we uh, help them become more sociable in life. And if they need equipment, we provide that, as in, so they don't have to go through all that red tape through the government to get equipment. So we help with that as well. As for BlindCafeRadio.com, uh, that is a. Internet radio station that we have ninety percent of blind DJs on there that uh, are coming along quite well. So if you guys want to check it out, that would be a cool
0: thing. Absolutely, and that's uh, awesome An I'm out right. of you. And uh, guys, and, definitely yeah, check it out. Check it out. I mean, we we at Realm of the Mist. well, I at Realm of the Mist uh, actually do one of the DJ shows for you guys on uh, for you guys on Monday Absolutely. Monday nights.
5: Absolutely, every Monday night at eleven o'clock.
0: Yep, raise the underground, So, guys. Make sure you're checking it out. Not just not just my show, but like all of it cuz it is it is for a really good cause. So, you know, definitely go check that. Out. It's one of the re- one of the main reasons I want to mic on besides to give, you know, serenity a thrill that in alien penises. <laughs> Well, at least I got caviar
5: serenity for Christmas now.
0: Oh
2: no! Can you get the? We better talk later, Mike. Can can you get the Stitch
0: version from Disney World? This
2: isn't a hey, lightsaber, hey, they might have I say. An alien display. You never know. <laughs> oh, God. We're not going to hey, Universal, are we? Universal hey, is bad. not the same as MGM.
0: <laughs> Here come uh, the man hey, in bad black. The thing is, you
3: don't realize if you, if you get her one of those. If you get her one of those, where they really get you is in the refills.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Oh, I'll be
6: sending
2: it to Chris. Chris will get
4: that. Oh, oh. Donut.
0: I'm gonna buy her no, ten I'll pack a like the. Is. I'm gonna buy her ten packs at a time like uh like the fucking Nerf darts for the Nerf guns. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I will, a at your
2: head. <laughs> I will come and egg your house with that. Okay? <laughs> That's actually a great
0: house. use for that. Oh, my God. Instead of using the little alien eggs, get actual chicken eggs, stick them in there and egg somebody's house with it.
5: <laughs> yeah, thing, I can't believe we keep going back to the aliens. <laughs>
2: It's not me. I swear
5: great, it's Not right? me. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I gotta take off.
0: Nice. Thanks, thanks a lot, Mike. I'll be, I'll, I'll be uh,
5: happy to do it again, and hopefully, I'll have my cameras up and about. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys.
0: All right. Good night. Well, we are gonna transition from that into uh, after dark, <laughs> after hours, in uh, just a couple seconds. So stay with us. That's s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and information on those shows, as well as information and ability to contact publicist Steve Joyner for more information. Just go to the website and check out the family, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, enjoy the show. All right, welcome to After Hours, soon to be After Dark, because as Don said, as we were switching uh, switching back in, After Dark's probably a better title for it, so we'll go with After Dark. Uh, and this one here, we usually do like the general things. We've been having a lot of deep conversations. I came All up right. with something. I came up with something actually on Facebook Ooh. that that brought up not only the imagination of something we could discuss, but it could also go into other things that I've heard about people do. And what it is is like when you die. You know, like, normally when you die, you either get buried in a casket or you get cremated or whatever. And then you get the little, like, urn or, or, you know, whatever. People have been getting a little weird with death lately. Like, you can get, uh, well, I'll tell you right now. One thing I found on Facebook is that you could leave your tattoos behind after you pass away. Once your funeral home removes your tattooed skin, the National Association of the Preservation of Skin Art will preserve them in a frame and send them to your loved ones.
1: There's a guy in Japan who... What's that? There's a guy in Japan who has been... Okay. There's a guy in Japan who has been collecting these skin tattoos of felons for about the past 40 years. He has, um, I think it's uh, over... It's... Close to or over a hundred skin pieces from felons, and he's been collecting these for like almost fifty years.
0: Well, see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, is it okay? Th-
1: so let's just.
0: Go ahead. So this
2: is after they're dead. Wait, is it because it's, if it's while they're alive, it's scarification. My nephew, I was just My. at his shop today. He's a tattoo artist. He's also a scarification artist. Like he has his licensing in it. He has. Tons mm. of pictures of tattoos on skin that he cut off all over his fucking walls. So, like, this is Give a him thing. The
6: T-
0: Jesus. But this God. is, like, ap- after death they take it off? Yeah. And I, this is not the first time I've heard the of something in Japan, being removed. that's how he gets them. Well, it's, it's, this is not new to me. It's weird to me, but it's not new to me because I've also heard of... All
4: right, so I've I'm going to get a tattoo.
0: <laughs> okay. Hmm.
4: You're
0: going to get a tattoo and do what?
4: Yeah, Thank- I'm gonna get a tattoo of a devil. I'm gonna get a devil tib- a uh, tattoo of a devil shoveling coal up my ass, and I'm gonna have it uh, ripped off and sent to Serenity when I die.
2: Thank you. I was just gonna say, if it doesn't come to me, you're an asshole.
4: <laughs> and this tattoo
0: has an asshole in it.
3: It'll be his asshole. <laughs> right?
4: you're damn right. It yes, could be I
3: it could be like one of those answer. it could be one of those lockets.
0: It could be one of those lockets where in the actual asshole in the space of the asshole you have a sp- and have somebody's face and a loved one in there oh, <laughs> but uh, one of those little photo watches yeah uh, but I mean it's not it's not wait, the weirdest it's an thing. honor
2: to have something like that
0: right yeah but it's not the weirdest thing I've heard about I mean have you heard of and you oh, can sure. look these up again I'm I, I must be full of dick uh, dick ideas today because there's another thing that they were doing uh, that women <laughs> were doing with their husbands when they die and that the penis removed and then taking the skin of the penis and putting it over top, like uh, like obviously taxiderm so the skin will stay safe or whatever, but have it where it's formed onto a vibrator or dildo so they can continue to Wouldn't feel their out? husband. That's what I mean. They get it treated
3: and all that, but a, these are things... It's not abused properly. <laughs>
1: there's, there's a, uh, it, it will push it, put a lotion on its skin. But yeah. also, there is a lot of. Uh, <laughs> if it puts the lotion on the skin,
2: it will not get the husband. <laughs> But
1: There's also a lot of latex uh, technology that would allow them to do that before their husband died. Also, so uh, these, uh, yeah, they're that's very weird.
2: Wait, wait, wait! I know for a fact mold. there's like a mold. Yeah, there's like yeah, a mold. You can a mold. Like, yeah. you could just like make one while they're alive. Like, get them really. You know, pumped up and just put
1: the you, cast
4: on it and send it like, off, man. Yeah, I, I, I had a girlfriend that was into that. She was all about like, oh, yeah, you can actually get this casting set and send away for it and they'll send it to your house and you put your weenie in there and, and this liquid stuff and it, it, you got to keep it hard, hopefully. You know, and so it like forms and makes the right shape, and then it, it dries. You send in the mold, and they send you a plastic or all I you peanut. can
1: do the you can do the whole thing at home now uh, with the with the stuff they have now. So I mean, like there's like full cast. Maybe your home you do it all. <laughs> all <laughs> i <I'm laughs>
0: all I got in my head is the scene from American Pie when the dad walks in and dudes on the top of the counter with the with the apple pie. Yeah, He's all making I, an
1: appetite mode. I'm wondering
2: how like many of like you guys are, you. are thinking Christmas presents. Hell yeah!
3: <laughs> my, my that's is, better than my a question dick pic right the there. Why the fuck would I want to disappoint her when I'm not even there? You know,
1: <laughs> this is almost this is like real life dick pics. It's <laughs> like if you're if you're if you're uh, significant other. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, if someone hasn't asked yeah. you for the mold, then would just you just
3: mail you it? it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know. But seriously, like like <laughs> I know I know there's weird I know there's weird shit. Guess who's to
1: get Yes, that takes it to a whole new level.
0: It's like a jack in the box. You have it on a spring in the box when <laughs> they open the box. It's like on a screen. I'm make a
3: whole bunch of them, just like use them in lieu of a business <laughs> card. <laughs> I, yes, I dare you now. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: that's a memory.
4: <laughs> See, I don't think I could do that, like Christmas presents. I mean, I, I, I don't think I want to spread that much joy around.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Send it as like, a favorite,
2: uh, joke. It's only deserving by like one or two of you. The other ones, you you get my ass tattooed. <laughs>
4: well, like, yeah, there you go.
0: Well, again, like like you could send it. You could send it like a jack in the box when you think about it. Like you know you know you, you fucking oh god you fucking put it in a box
2: oh my god totally
0: you put it in a box yes. on it with a spring spring loaded when they open it up it's a boing like smack them in the face <laughs> and shit.
4: i'd be giving girls heart attacks man do, 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 do. <laughs> yep, you you, couldn't, you
3: couldn't call it dick in a box, though. You couldn't call it dick in a box because Saturday Night Live had that years ago. That's yeah. true.
0: Oh, dang it! But I mean, copyright. As as yeah. weird as as weird as sex toys are, like we've talked about it all episode, really. You know, with the alien with the alien penis, or or getting your own dick molded wow. for somebody to have a jelly or a fucking vibrator. How morbid? Like, let, let's put it in practical effects here. Would any of us want? After our significant other died, like, their body part to live on for sexual pleasure? Like, Serenity, would you want your husband's penis preserved for you? Or, in turn, any of us, would you want your wife's vagina on a fucking fleshlight? And I'm not talking about, like, you know, a mold or, uh, you know, a mockery. I'm talking about the legitimate thing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, I want to find a younger, more fresh one, you know? One of them is going to be in about, 30 days.
3: She's already right, you you, you want to find a younger, mama. more, yeah. more <laughs> fresh one and then kill him and take his penis.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once the old mule, sure. you can have the young stallion.
3: Yeah, Exactly.
4: His leg always
1: works. Who has the most penis skins in the world? Surrendered. <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> probably done
0: they yeah. come in scented and unscented
3: whole collection See, I, I, I get the uh, i get the idea with like money and belongings you can't take it with you this is my penis it's coming that's me. right i yeah. agree yeah
2: you know that should be in the contract when you get like cremated like you will leave my penis on me can
1: you imagine the conversation of this Here,
2: here's
1: this-
3: Here's the thing, I, I don't even expect, I, well, my wife moved out, so I really don't expect her to do shit with my <laughs> name, but if, if I remarry, I mean, till death do us part, she don't even have to show up to funeral, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> she could be fucking you on imagine? your casket, right? It's
3: in the valve, we're done. Can you it's imagine? It's in the valve, we're, do we're done. Yeah. She's riding the casket imagine? as
0: they're lowering it down with some other guy, it's like, it's cool, we're done. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Imagine yeah, the you, conversation you ain't,
3: like, ain't going to be buried next to me. You ain't going to be buried <laughs> next to me. We did that shit for years.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine the conversation in the, lawyer, in the lawyer's office? Give
3: me some quiet at this point. You know? This is horrible. What-
1: I feel like I should be becoming women, but you guys, like... Make it so
2: hard.
3: I can't.
4: I just can't. Well, <laughs> we try to make it hard. That's it. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking.
3: I'm There's talking pills about for that too. They, they, they don't have to be buried next to the same stinking ass dude when he's dead. I mean, who cares? They're done.
2: Shit. I just want to be buried. Just don't burn me, you guys. Just right. don't let my body get burned. You'd I, rather be I worm existed. food? Don't. Yes. Of course I would cuz I fucking existed, man. I don't want to be put into the flames.
0: Fuck that burn my ass. Sir sir, sir, burn, sir. burn me. No way.
2: I <laughs> am not a witch. I will not be burned.
0: Serve me like jerk chicken, okay? Fuck. <laughs> 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 Burn the shit out of me.
3: <laughs> oh, i remember this. Yeah, make me in the tongue. preserve me, and eat me later.
0: Fucking pack me in I your fucking know. bowl like you're scraping resin and just have fun, okay? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Oh, my God. My visuals.
3: took it out,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Dave's not here, man.
1: (laughs) No, man, I'm Dave. I'm looking
2: for my bomb right now. I'm like, okay, now I have to take a hit.
6: (laughs) That reminds me. (laughs) Talking
2: about disgusting things, earlier we were, Chris, on your podcast, have you checked out that show, Ratchet? Ratchet? Yes. Nurse Ratchet? Yeah. Dude, she's like a devil. Like, she's a manipulator. Wait a minute.
0: Well, hold on. This show, oh this show god. actually never follows watched. the nurse Have you from never one.
3: Ever watched the original movie? Yeah. So
1: no. this is one reboot. flew over the Nest. Coo- yeah, it's a reboot cuckoo's of a Nets, character. Nets. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a character origination or a reboot from one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Nurse Nurse around oh. for fifty years.
3: Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Great! Great! fucking movie. I just watched that last night I think. Or Friday night I just watched that. I <laughs> just want to watch the damn world
0: series.
1: Isn't Jack Nicholson
3: such a powerhouse in
1: all of that? It's just crazy. Oh, dude, dude,
0: Jack is the man.
3: I, 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 I awesome. was watching that again. I forgot that Danny DeVito was in that. I yeah. forgot that Christopher <laughs> Lloyd was in it. It
1: yeah. has such, such a, a like, powerhouse. Crap, man. It, it's such an ensemble and it doesn't get actually get the credit for so yeah. that, of course, because of the you know the, uh, uh, the directional credits and everything that go into it. but whenever you're looking at that movie as a whole, the way that it was shot, the way Nurse Ratchet is being brought into, and obviously Serenity is just being exposed to that. but the way that it's actually the way she comes and goes from the scenes, and her interaction with each one of the guys, whether it's DeVito or Nicholson or Christopher Lloyd, or any of the other guys, as they're going through all of that, you're actually able to see the pain and the mistreatment these guys are going through. And you, but at the same time, you laugh and oh, you're yeah. horrified. It's such a compelling movie. Yeah. Um, it it does so well, and it's the icon was such a notch. Yeah, I serenity. Did I, I did I not, I not make that
2: correlation. Is. No, I. I no. I didn't even realize that it just was on Netflix, and I was like, this is cool, and I love Sarah, and I was like, I love everything she's in. She's such a great actress, so I just started watching it, and I'm on, like, episode five now, but I knew that name sounded familiar. I just couldn't place it, and I'm too stressed out these days, too much shit going on, getting a play set put up in my backyard for my daughter Uh and all her friends. I have, like, five kids over here I was watching. The cool
1: thing, the cool thing about it is, is they do if, you,
3: if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the original movie, definitely check it out. And I learned something Friday watching it. The the, the woman that played Nurse Ratched was also the principal on uh-huh. the High School High with John Lovett. That's which right. Just fucking cracked me. Yep.
1: Yeah, that, that, because she basically <laughs> plays the same person, and the adapt uh, uh, the adaptation in this series is kind of like <clears throat> what they did in Bates Motel for Norman. Uh, With Psycho, Uh, the fact that they're able to bring that about and you're able to see this character origination or the portrayal of it uh, and actually take a deep look at why she is the way that she was in that movie. And she's such a compelling character because she has a lot of, um, uh, I guess, uh, charisma is the right word or, or moxie. Uh, that, that she draws a lot of people to her so she can abuse them. And she's able to keep them uh, trapped in that situation. That's she, She's such a diabolical character. And the fact that they were able to give it live yeah. in the series is oh, really yeah. good. Because I'm sure it's bringing a lot of people around to be able to see... Um, you know, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, if, if they look at the origination story of it. So it, it's a great way to be able to bridge the gap of almost 50 years. And that movie won th- uh, two Oscars and was nominated for seven in total, wow. if I'm not mistaken. Didn't it so, get Best I mean, Picture? It, an, an incredible leap to be able to take from that kind of source material. It's really good. Didn't it, didn't it uh, get Best Picture? It got Best Picture and it got Best Supporting. So I'll you
2: watch it, but I watched it with my grandmother, so I saw it like ten years ago. That's been too long.
1: Yeah, yeah, a great movie and and the series is it's not going to be long lived. Its shelf life probably is only three seasons. Maybe four if they try to stretch it out because you, you can't take it forever without going into the movie, but um, uh, it, it's definitely it's definitely worth watching,
3: definitely. I'll have to, I'll have to give i have to give the uh, series. Away. Well, and
1: the
2: characters and the, like Sharon Stone's in it. Just there's some yeah. amazing people. It's got a powerhouse. In
1: it. It's got a powerhouse collection of talent in it, and yeah. uh, the writing and directoral credits in it are actually surprisingly pretty high level. Uh, there's one that's been involved in in uh, Better Call Saul, also Breaking Bad, um, also uh, uh, Walking Dead. One of the characters has, uh, one of the writers has gone into that. And uh, where is this
4: Rotten Tomatoes list? <laughs> not, you
1: know, I'm, sure not, <laughs> I'm sure it's probably 103. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably 103 or some shit. What services but, uh, is on?
4: That's fucked up. Yeah.
0: What
1: services? It could be like. What? I'll take a look. I'll take a look. Hang on just a second. What yeah, what's
4: what, yeah, sur- what service is this like stream that, on? With such good uh actors and stuff, it should be in the top ten or top twenty at least. So, yeah, so,
0: Me and like five other people. What is it on? Hulu uh Netflix, what's I'm it going, on? I'm going I'm It's going. on
2: Netflix.
0: It is on Netflix. and
2: it came it's on Netflix and it just came out September eighteenth.
0: I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So
1: Lo and behold, it is on the Rotten Tomatoes list of best TV shows of 2020, and it is number 78.
4: Wow! Oh God, you're be kidding me. And if you no look, way.
1: it's appeared on the trending list if, uh, on your, um, you know, whenever you look at recommended for you and everything. Yeah. It's appeared on the top 10 trending list twice this year, a, as high as number four. So the fact that, it, again, uh, we're, we're going back to my segment of uh, how fucked this list is from Rotten Tomatoes. They have it listed as number 78, and Tiger King is number 67. So they're saying 77 or 66 other shows were more watched or better in 2020 uh, by Rotten Tomatoes. It's just a really fucked up list.
0: Well, yeah, come but on. yeah, I mean-
1: Rotten is awesome
6: with
0: the with the things with the things that came out on on Netflix alone in 2020 I mean like like you said Tiger King there's a new there's a new season of fucking uh Last Kingdom you know uh, I believe there's a new season of 100 that came out and these things are actually lower
4: Doctor than that Doctor
1: Who Net- actually made the
0: Doc, Doctor Who actually made the move from BBC to Netflix
1: this year and it's not even listed on the top 100
4: Well there's no harm there. Doctor Who has been around forever. Yeah.
1: It's one of the it, it's almost as watched as uh Star Trek you know, I mean, it, it's just uh, an, in, an incredibly huge following, and it's not even on the top 100 of this list.
2: No way. Right, but that's kind of yeah. like a
4: cult classic that people follow. If they've been following it since the mm-hmm. 80s or whatever, they're still following it. I yeah, mean, but so with, it's, it's got its own thing there.
0: Yeah. With this nerd culture, you know, people, people who know, know, about, know about it, they're going to
1: watch it, but you know, it, it's just really weird. They wouldn't give it any credence on a you know, must-watch list.
0: Well, that's it. There's enough Mm -hmm. enough nerds out there that that summarily follow this, just like there's still people who watch Star Trek. Why do you think all the seasons of all the original Star Trek series aren't off Netflix yet? Because Netflix would lose a shit ton of money from all the Trek nerds that don't want to pay for CBS All Access. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it, as a matter of fact, it was only the matter of uh, hundreds of millions versus billions of dollars that they don't have any of the Star Wars series on there because of what Disney did uh, versus Star Trek. Because whenever they were able to run Clone Wars and you know any of the new Star Wars movies, they did not have Star Trek on for a period of time. So it's just a matter of money, and they just got outbid. Obviously, Disney owns them. But uh from a streaming concept, they they had the ability to actually still carry it if Disney didn't drive the price up so high.
0: No, absolutely. You know, Disney well, Disney was being was being greedy but smart about it. They wanted to make sure that everything was on their streaming service. Which between, you know, Disney Plus and CBS All Access, I'd rather pay for Disney Plus. Because if I'm gonna pay what Ooh. is it, five, six dollars yeah. a month for CBS All Access and the only thing I'm getting out of it is a star trek uh shows as opposed to disney plus where i get all star wars all the past star wars shit plus marvel plus disney movies and and cartoons and Mm -hmm. pixar yeah Yeah. let me think for a minute on which one i want to pay for first you know what i mean like yeah disney definitely has a
1: lockdown on that independent uh, uh streaming link you know versus uh it's a network streaming, so they're definitely way ahead of Fox. They're way ahead of CBS. They may or may not be ahead of NBC because of all the classic shows. That's the reason uh, Friends is no longer on Netflix because NBC launched the Peacock Network. So, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's almost maybe a kind of a tie. Between NBC and Disney at the moment, because of classic TV content. But they got lost. as far as new, new releases, it's definitely
0: going to be Disney. Nah, sure. nah, man. Peacock lost to Disney Plus when Disney bought Fox. Man, when the, a, when I'm The Simpsons stalker. showed up. When 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 uh-huh. when The Simpsons showed up on on Disney Plus, that was the end of it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to take, the, take the running lead because they have more money and they, they have the access to be able to buy titles. But NBC has so much original content that Disney could never have. That's the only reason I would say maybe it's it's close to a tie as far as viewership. But people are going to be willing to buy Disney before they do NBC just because of the wide range of things.
0: Now, Serenity, you were saying you were a stockholder of what? I have
2: to say, as a parent, well, no, I'm a stockholder in Disney. So, okay. like, I saw in the beginning of coronavirus, it dropped to, like, $85, $88 a share. I mean, like,
6: now this was like right Edinburgh, before Disney Plus came out.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, like, 130 something and uh-huh. it dropped all the way down there. And I remember sitting there just biting my teeth, just going, oh, my God, is it ever going to go back up? And they're like, oh, no, just wait, Disney. Like, they sent the shareholders like information saying, Oh no, look, Disney Plus is coming out and look, this is what we're doing. So don't even worry about it. And I and have soon Disney as, Plus. As,
1: and soon as a Mandal- parent, I love it. As soon as the new Mandalorian season drops, it's probably gonna jump about twenty points just because so yeah. many people are gonna watch Mandalorian. It's insane how two. People are for it, you know. Uh,
0: Mandalorian
1: Mandalorian yeah, I got a single Mandalorian.
4: nephew. Yep, yep. And that, I tell you what, my 14-year-old nephew is all about Mandalorian. And when they, they had the last episode, he was so crushed because he wanted to know more. And I said, all right, we're going to cancel Disney Plus until they come back on it. When they get back on the Mandalorian, then I'll renew the subscription. So they, what did they say, October 30th, supposed to be the new release date?
1: Yep. Yep. So uh, it's really funny that you bring it up that way because that was really the whole premise of creating the show that I do with what Your F and binge. Cheap plug, but uh, you know, because uh, uh, binge watching is actually uh, uh, entered the lexicon as a psychological affliction. Whenever people's show ends, all of us are familiar with the term show hole, right? Right. That is actually a form of depression that is now uh, referred to by the uh, psychiatrist association or uh, society. Uh, that's actually written uh, – that is actually written in the Amer- American uh, Medical Journal, has been written on by a Harvard uh, um, uh, psychiatrist. Uh, so, you know, that show hold term is – is uh, it's like a real deal. And people really do get depressed whenever their show ends waiting because they're – you know, they want to know more about it or they just miss all the characters so much. It's all well, only- yeah. What happened with Avatar, whenever it first came out, there were people who were almost suicidal because the world because didn't they spend that much money about it. An <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, it's just really weird how this is actually, it, um, you know, binging and, and these kinds of shows has really entered into the uh, zeitgeist, you know, is, is a funny word. Okay, so, so, so let me
2: ask you this, Chris. Uh, yeah. I. I don't know. Do you know the show called Taboo? It's more of a European yep. thing. Yep. Okay, right. so yep. is season is season three of that ever going to come out? And that show Harlots is it totally canceled?
1: Harlots is totally canceled, and Taboo is on hold. They're doing uh, they're oh. uh, frozen because of uh, video uh, or filming
0: restraints because of COVID. Look, it's I'm
1: going to come out. There's going to be another, so-
0: season, but Harlots is done. I will, tell okay. you, I will tell you right now Aww. how Disney Plus puts a nail in every streaming service, puts a nail in the coffin of every streaming service. It will end all of them. We will all have Disney Plus, and that's it. Disney bought Fox. Yes. Yep, and they're and they're looking yeah. at Paramount also. Right, and they're looking at Paramount, which which will close CBS All Access because Paramount's uh, Star Trek. But mm-hmm. Disney bought.
4: They're trying to build a monopoly.
0: Disney bought Fox. Fox franchises that were most popular besides the original Star Wars trilogy obviously uh, for 20th Century Fox was the Alien franchise which means you know that the Simpsons and all that if they want to put the nail in the coffin of every single one of them they could do it on the streaming service with one more season of just one show Firefly Firefly is so big across different
1: segments. It it's a really weird show because of the people that it attracts. It uh <laughs> uh it definitely it, it really hits home with a lot of teenagers, and then going into millennials.
2: That is an amazing show. And,
1: and then whenever you're dealing with people who are old comic book heads and whatnot, you're dealing with you know the late thirties and forties and fifties. It it stretches across a lot of different um. Uh, what is it? Uh,
2: uh, if, the writing of the show is amazing. It, it's an
1: incredible show, and it like, stretches across so many people that it does draw a lot of people. If they were to get that, uh, that generational too, that would be a really big generational
0: thing where they could bring in a lot of people. Well, they have it. Firefly, uh, Firefly was Fox. So they have Uh Serenity and they have Firefly. If they turn around and drop the second season, which is what the fans have been screaming for since the first season ended, if they drop the second season, if they got Joss Wheaton to do the second season of Firefly on Disney Plus, I guarantee you everybody would cancel every other streaming service they have just to go to Disney Plus. They would they would be at least three months. It (laughs) would be it would be done. It would be done. (laughs) Yeah.
1: and if it was three months of uh, total exclusivity to Disney
0: Plus, then they would put some people out of business. Yes, they would. Sure. Which they, I mean, let let's face it: with the money that we're putting into, and these streaming services are ridiculous in pricing. I mean, Disney Plus is like six bucks; it's not terrible. But I mean, like Netflix has gone up to something like almost 50 bucks a month. You have all the ones that are like eleven bucks a month. When you add it all together, is it worth even having cable anymore?
1: I haven't had cable for years uh, because of this. <laughs> um, uh, and and um, you may want to edit this out afterwards, but I'm a huge prescriber of Amazon Fire Sticks being jailbroken uh, because it is not illegal content. You're able to actually have it as long as you don't own it in a downloaded form. And I pay for Wi Fi, and that's it. I have a jailbroken Fire Stick, and I'm able to watch anything and everything.
0: In a lot of cases, before anybody else does. We'll, we'll talk off air. <laughs> I, I, I will not advocate for anybody to find free uh, streaming services on the internet, too. They are available. Um, sometimes they don't let you go back to the back catalogs because of just time up there, or they want you to sign on to the VIP. But you can find free ways of seeing some of these shows. I yep, mean, that, that's how, sure. That's how I kept up on some of them that hey, I just didn't want to pay for. I the saw Mulan, service.
2: and I didn't, I didn't pay the money for that thirty dollars rental or whatever. I saw Mulan. You don't have to always pay for TV.
0: Hey, I saw, I saw, I saw Bill and Ted face the music for free. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to say saying. on it. Which I'm surprised. I'm surprised okay. nobody has mentioned anything on Bill and Ted since since it's come out. Like well, all- we're supposed to do a show on it, so
1: I haven't talked about it.
0: Oh, I guess I'll have to be on that show <laughs> yeah. since I've been waiting to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> I like new releases like that that are really
1: anticipated enough leeway that I'm not giving out spoilers because I want
0: to talk about it in depth. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But, but I mean, back back to the topic at, at hand that, we, that I started off with. The morbidity, like when when did we as a society decide that we should desecrate the bodies of our loved ones, and and especially in the forms of using them for sexual exploitation? I mean, wasn't it wasn't it bad? Wasn't it enough to you know give a wake or a funeral or a viewing, put them in the ground or or you know light them and get on with your life? Now we're now right, we're this bronzing is major, well, that's human right? nature though. Now now we're vibrating
4: the limits of whatever they have.
0: Yeah, but I mean now we're now we're vibrating penises and fucking bronzing balls just to, my late husband, I get to dust them every weekend. <laughs>
1: yeah, I Can you just, imagine wait, being wait, the wait. lawyer? Can you imagine being the lawyer and what the setting is to have the fucked up conversation right. with this woman, you know, pre pre uh you know pre death. That she's talking, you know, maybe it's someone in her in late 40s or 50s. They're doing, you know, they're drawing up life contracts or whatnot. And she's like, you know what? I think I I love Bill so much, I think I want to have Bill's penis skin. Like, imagine being the lawyer, <laughs> having this conversation.
3: <laughs> you got to figure... The- the guy, the guy that allows his wife to take his penis after he's dead is the same one that gave her his balls when he was still alive.
2: Well, I think that the lawyer's name is Lorena Bobbitt. She,
3: she, and she already, she already knows
2: how to fight these cases. She's won them many times before. But that's just wrong. Only because like the evidence Bobbitt.
1: couldn't stand up in court. Yeah.
4: Well, I, I guess you have to have the foresight to save the foreskin.
1: Okay. There you We're go. Represented by the law firm Bobbitt Cotton. Cut and stitch. Yeah, yeah.
2: But <laughs> so what does the will look like? Like I will your father's penis to well uh, the
3: grandma. Yeah, because eventually <laughs> she's gonna die. Eventually she's gonna die. Does that get passed on? to yeah, So who do you be- the grandchildren be- or be- did she get buried?
2: Oh God, this yeah, is don't hand
3: down the family penis.
2: <laughs> who, who do you be- this, the penis this has been do. in my family for centuries. Yeah.
0: Hey, where's. Must where's see
2: a self destruct button on it, right?
1: Wait a minute. This wait a minute. Great great grandpa Bill's penis skin, mm-hmm. and it's been in the family now for 120 years, and uh, it's really that important. We put it in the
0: deposit box. Wait.
3: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Where's. on the mantle?
0: Wait, where's baby Sally?
1: Oh, yeah, she's eventually taking it. They'll
3: be antique. They'll, they'll be worth a fortune. Then. But
0: I need somebody
1: to pull it out every month and put lotion on its skin. <laughs> Wait, where's baby?
0: Wait, where's baby Sally? Oh, she's in the bedroom taking a nap with Grandpa. Grandpa's been dead for 20 years. Grandma looks. Oh shit. (laughs) That's not a teddy bear. Let go of that. That's horrible. (laughs) No, no,
2: no.
3: That just sounds like you're asking for for a haunted vibrator.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What was that scene with uh, Steve Martin? Uh, Steve Martin that scene in Parenthood where she comes running somebody come running out of the bedroom with a viber they thought was candles or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh George, you never felt this good. <laughs> yeah, that's true about the haunting. Don's right. Like, I'll I'll ask Serenity this just because you know she's got the most experience out of all of us right now. Would you want that in your Andrew, house? I mean, you've already dealt with it. You've already yeah. dealt with it with like a book and a, and a doll. Would you want a, like a fucking haunted penis?
2: i already think i'm crazy enough but if i like okay i swear i'm not crazy it just sounds like i'm crazy but if i had a haunted penis i'd be selling my house and burying it on the fucking property like what the fuck that shit ain't right like now i don't want to go into my situation
0: (laughs) That's what that's what will right. happen. Breaking the fourth wall li- outlives all of us, right? So we got a next generation group, and what we do is, when we die, we all fucking will our penises in statue form to be put on the back mantle behind the uh, host of the new Breaking the Fourth Wall show, <laughs> including Serenity's. Hers the came from the going. drawer. Hers hers came from the drawer no. though. <laughs> the
4: trophy case. Oh God. <laughs>
2: All bend over, let them see where the sun don't shine. <laughs> fucking touch this that on their
0: too. face, man. Oh, you saying no. you saying Serenity's uh Serenity's statu- uh, statue statue uh, tribute would be the fucking cat bowl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <boy>. What?
2: What? <laughs> Nobody's gonna be licking my milk anytime soon.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord could this show get any more off the rails i'll tell you what we'll figure out how this show go off the rails in a couple seconds here when we come back for colin's turn in a couple seconds
3: i'm michael the host of the semi-monthly podcast in a city like yours join me as i chat with interesting people with interesting life stories You can listen to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. You can follow us on Twitter at IACLYSPodcast, as well as on Facebook and Instagram at In A City Like Yours Podcast. Please feel free to let me know what you think and keep coming back for the many interesting stories in a city like
0: yours. All you, Colin.
4: Hey guys, uh, back again for the little positive reinforcement this week. Uh, I was looking around the internet a little bit and I found a few things. Uh, one, a uh, couple things here from Reader's Digest uh, website. Uh, apparently the world is uh, reducing the waste of surplus food. Um, it says here every day huge amounts of food are thrown away as supermarkets offload produce that has passed its best before date. Restaurants, cafes, bakeries dispose of uneaten meals and foods for similar reasons. Now an app called Too Good to Go is reducing this waste. Um, device in Copenhagen, the app offers uh, users in 14 European countries access to unsold, safe to eat produce from participating suppliers food is heavily discounted at about a third of the regular price launched in 2016 too good to go has been downloaded by 22 million people in Denmark Norway Sweden Germany France and the Netherlands Belgium Spain Austria Italy Poland Portugal and the UK users can see which outlets in their neighborhood have surplus food available that day which they can then pick up at closing time yeah so that's pretty cool um the app helps households on restricted budgets providing an estimated 100,000 meals a day and also plays a part in mitigating climate change. Food waste contributes to 8% of global greenhouse gas emissions. Huh.
1: Yeah. Did you say how 100,000 people served a day?
4: Yeah, it says uh, providing an estimated 100,000 meals a day. Jesus, that's that's.
0: That's impressive. Uh, that, that's
1: a staggering number, really.
4: Right, right. Now, if if they could, and this is in Europe, right? <clears throat> so we could do more of this type of stuff in the U.S. That would be great, but the U.S. is so driven by profit, profit, profit that it's hard to get past that. And like McDonald's throws away. I don't even know how much food every day. You know, um, and other restaurants and other grocery stores and stuff in the U.S. I mean, but I have seen other links on Facebook and stuff where people actually are putting together different programs to reuse some of that surplus food. But uh, this one in Europe, it seems like they really got it on the ball, and that's that's good to see.
1: That's, a, that's an incredible number considering there's a um... – Uh, not a national chain of grocery stores, but a really big chain of grocery stores that runs in the Midwest. It runs from southern Indiana to St. Louis, and it's called Schnucks. And uh, the report that came out on them earlier this year is they throw away an estimated 13 million tons a year of uh, produce and meats. Wow. Just one chain. And, I mean, they have, you know, lots and lots of locations okay so we're not going to say you know it's like 10 locations and they all throw out a ton a year or a, you know 100 tons or whatever the number is but um you know a million tons of leftover produce and meat in just one grocery change imagine uh what's the real big one that everybody knows you know like whole foods
0: kroger, or I was say you know kroger, right, kroger. or walmart yep. imagine what walmart throws away every year well, I made that oh, argument. Yeah, I made that argument for they years. Get tax,
2: they get tax. Deductible. Like they get a tax it's deductible yeah, for everything. So it comes off yeah. of their
1: inventory and everything. So yeah, it is what it is. But imagine repurposing that waste into something that we could use in, um, you know, the homeless community. Then they the, trying to do something.
2: They wouldn't get the full amount of money. They wouldn't get the full amount of money back from the taxes. And that
1: tells you all you need to know about companies like that. If that's
0: well, that that's 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 absolutely true because I've I've argued that for years with like uh Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts they their shelf life of their donuts is about four hours before they start getting hard and stale. Same with the bagels, <laughs> and and, uh, and because they're shipped in, they Dunkin'
2: beginning. Donuts are not fresh. They are shipped in. Look well, I know that up. I know they're that, but fresh. I
0: mean shelf life is about four hours before that you can't sell them. And instead of right. handing them out to people that are hungry or donating them to a shelter or something like that, they throw them, they are purposely, throw, people will get fired if they take donuts home that that were from their stale bin.
4: Right, isn't it that pathetic?
0: That It's absolutely right. such a waste well, yeah, and so because, disgraceful.
3: They, they don't want them working there if they think those are good donuts. They do. Right, it should be fine. <laughs> <Just get> the <laughs> fuck out! You don't even know what a donut is at
0: this yeah. point. God
1: forbid you like the donuts you're selling.
4: Yeah, yeah. right. It's like, well, we're will, not making I money off. But... I
3: for anybody in the Dayton area, I know there are a lot of businesses struggling right now. I've been hearing that Bill's Donuts is struggling, and that is one of the best local donut shops in this entire area. So support local, man. To hell with Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. Fuck Tim Hortons. Support your local donut shops. Yep. Yeah. And, and there's so well, many people track.
1: who are so blind to go into these national chains because it's just a name. Right. They don't even realize this behind-the-scenes thing. that They don't even think about it. Like, if you really knew how morally corrupt they were, like, would you ever go into a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks line knowing how much product they throw away – instead of turning it over to people that are in need. If you're in that right. position, you're a billion-dollar company, two-billion-dollar company, multi-billion-dollar company, right. and you can't afford to give away a few sausage biscuits that you can't sell. Well, I can't. Right. You know, I can't. Because because they, they can't the make money off of anymore.
3: it, they don't want anybody to have it. Well, see, and, I can't that, I can't speak like I said, on Dunkin' Donuts or whatever. Need to know about them.
0: I can't speak on Dunkin' Donuts and all that, but, I mean, knowing how evil corporation Walmart is, and yet I still shop at it because a motherfucker's broke. <laughs> and they're cheaper yeah. than the other places i'm kind of i'm kind of stuck on the uh moral high horse versus my financial situation you know i hate to say it that way but if i could boycott them oh, i really? would
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's 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 the, that's a the bitch it. The they kind of got you you know
4: yeah, that's well, our society's kind of been engineered this way, so that way everybody that's got businesses, all these corporations and stuff, they want to make all the profit, and they don't want anybody, anybody else getting into that and or getting in the way. So if they can throw away product that they they can get a tax write off because of so much waste, they're going to go that route rather than giving it to um, other organizations that could have possibly helped people with the stuff.
1: And, and here's Even my thing: if you're if you're the store manager at the local super Walmart. And you're supposed to document these things that you throw away so they can get the tax write-off. What would it really hurt at the end of the day that you gave it away to these organizations that need food to f- feed them, and then go ahead and write off the tonnage that you actually are giving? Yep, we lost somebody. You know, write it off as waste. Right. You know, if uh, yeah, we lost serenity. But if you were to, there, she is she's back. Yep, <laughs> we lost. But you. if you were to do that, what do you what do you think would happen to that – what What do you think would happen to that Walmart general manager or you know uh, uh, GM or executive who authorized, go ahead and just give it away, and then we'll write it off? He's fired. No, he's oh, yeah, fired. absolutely. You're fired, and <laughs> then does the right, really sure. fucked up thing. If you take a really deep look at it, then the government will fuck them for quote-unquote lying about how they got rid of their waste. Yeah. So who's really the most
0: corrupt?
4: Yeah.
0: You know, it, it's really fucked up. So good on this app right, for yeah. doing and what it's, it's doing. The
4: big corporate monsters; those are the ones that are the most guilty that are, that are throwing away the most.
0: Yeah, that's great, man. That's cool. Yeah, man.
4: this app is this app is really good. let um, yeah, I was I was I was pretty impressed by that. Um, and then being in the food industry myself with my family's business here. Um, also, I gotta say that if we get to the last day, because the the health department says we can only keep things around refrigerated right. for up to six days or right. from the day it was made, yep. um, by health codes. So when it gets to that sixth day, if we don't sell it, I'll hand it to my other guy in the kitchen. i be like, here, take mm-hmm. this home and feed your family. You know, yeah, if I got yeah, a, that's, a, that's a bucket that, of at jelly, the club,
3: I mean, we don't have we don't, know, don't have a lot. I mean, of food that's at the that club, That's, that's club, I live in a small community. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Right, you, you try to pay it forward, you know, and the, the corporate lifestyle, and the corporate uh, eye, have, they've lost that thought, they, they don't care about that. Well, about. Well, they're so profit. far removed that
1: they don't have the to see people struggle or suffer that they don't even, like that's a complete afterthought, that's the fucked up thing about it, it didn't even enter their mind, actually they look for ways to fire people for violating that code, that's the, uh, you know, really fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. with these big companies right right well that's it because yeah. even employees,
0: so anyway, it just, it's, it's it's not just it's not just they're doing it, it it's not just the consumers it's also the employees are nothing more than than a margin number uh to them on their spreadsheet yeah like that that's all humanity mm. is to them is what what is what would doing any of this shit mean to our bottom line at the end of the day
4: right and and should everything in our in our world be uh, considered disposable i mean right down to the employees that work alongside you yeah.
0: Well, well, think think about it back in the day. Let let let's 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 put it in an economic standpoint. Think about back in the day Sears and Robox. A guy could have a job selling vacuum cleaners at Sears. And it would be a career that he could take care of his family. Two kids, wife, own a house, own a car, be able to pay all his bills, get Christmas presents under the Christmas tree, a turkey on the Thanksgiving table, blah 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 blah. Right. Selling vacuum cleaners and he was on commission because Sears and Robux would yeah. take care of them. Nowadays, get somebody from Walmart to be able to afford anything. Not that they dis- I'm not I'm not advocating right. for the $15 an hour because I'm sorry they don't deserve it. When you have 20,000 no. registers and only two of them are open and the rest of the fucking employees are standing around bullshitting, yeah, you don't deserve $15 an hour. You know what I mean? If I ask you for right. help, if I ask you for help and you go, mm-hmm, "You don't deserve $15 an hour." Yeah, I'm right. Sorry. But I see what
4: you're saying, though. the 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 whole social dynamic and the economic state of our um, work ethic and the way that we monetize everything um has totally changed from well, even when I, you and I were children.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. There was a time when a with being a retail employee was was a uh, for for lack of a better term, it was a respectable career instead of a stepping stone job, and that's both because of the- of 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 work ethic of the typical the employee and especially the greed of the corporate master and that's the god's honest right
4: truth. right so that's that's one of the reasons i you know when you look at this kind of stuff that's what makes me happy to see that there are some um people putting together organizations that are taking care of some of this waste and some of the stuff that's going kind of screwy in our world um so anyway on to the next thing here uh uh, let's see here. Albatross. I'm sure you guys all know what an albatross is. Uh, yeah, uh, they're kind of a seagull, pretty much. Yeah, they're a nasty also. little enemy on Super ocean Mario Bros. Ocean-ranging albatrosses. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so ocean-ranging albatrosses keep track of illegal fishing. So uh, albatrosses have been used to detect illegal fishing in the Indian Ocean in a pioneering study Uh, by researchers at France's National Center for Scientific Research. Illegal fishing is estimated to cost 19.5 billion euros a year globally, but satellite monitoring of boats can be slow, costly and inaccurate. The team strapped 169 wandering albatrosses with sensors that detect a boat's radar. The sensors can then confirm whether the boat's transponder, which enables authorities to track the vessel, is switched on. Transponders are often switched off during illegal fishing. Um, this organization team uh, leader, Henry Weinskirch, says albatrosses make ideal trackers. They are large birds, they travel over huge distances, and they are very attracted to fishing vessels. Over a six month period, roughly a third of vessels detected in the southern Indian Ocean were not broadcasting their whereabouts, and the research found uh, this to be true. Uh, Worm Hirschgitch or whatever the heck his name is says the the cheap form of surveillance could complement satellite monitoring. We have shown it's possible.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of tossed up on this right. one. Yeah. <coughs> I'll tell you why I'm well, kind of
3: well. You know, official You know, you...
0: Good. Good. Go ahead. No, the, the the reason I'm tossed up on this. Oh, I was. De- the, the reason I'm tossed up on this, quite honestly, is because of the fact that you know. Uh, one, I, I, I don't get the illegal fishing except for in cases of like, uh, if it's like spawning season or if uh, a, a t- certain type of fish is on a danger list beyond that, somebody f- going out fishing, earning those fish to be able to sell or, or to be able to, to feed their families like a normal fisherman. For example. I don't get that. I'd I never got that to begin with, but the thing I'm tossed up about, about the, albatrosses it's cool that they can
3: you don't want to you don't
0: want to overfish right you don't want to overfish but i mean the, the albatrosses the reason i'm tossed up about it is like okay it's cool that the albatrosses are able to find these transponders and the non-transponders so they find the, the illegal boats that are out there or they're not following the rules like turning off the transponder but the reason it's kind of like an iffy subject to me is using animals for those types of things the first thing that popped in my mind was Reading that was thinking about back in the day when the U.S. Navy wanted to use dolphins to help find submarines. Yeah, you know, and it's just yeah, it, it right, almost right. it almost seems well, like there, animal there cruelty. There. Yeah, it almost feels like an animal cruelty to use them in that manner. Well, is that cruelty? at least yeah. If, if, if you want to yep. be that,
1: like, there's two different ways to look at that because the the Navy used the dolphins. That study was done in the 50s and 60s. Right. So it was a totally different apparatus. Yes, was it cruel to the dolphins? Of course it was. You put headgear and fucking pierce their fucking noses with that headgear they put on. So obviously that's horrible. But the reason they're using the albatrosses, is this is uh, kind of like a backsplash effect of what happened whenever they did the blackfish study, because of what happened with uh, you know uh, illegally hunting and killing dolphins along with fishing massive amounts of tuna and whatnot from, uh, whatnot from the oceans whenever it was out of season or it was legal in different different areas. So um, if they have something, look at a GoPro, and if they're able to tag certain birds to keep them from extin- extinction because they're able to watch where they go, where they migrate, whatever, and it's considered to be humanitarian, certainly if they can tag something, they can also fit it or attach, you know, on the leg, maybe in a way that's not in, uh, intrusive, I guess. Maybe it is a little bit out of the ordinary, right. but if it does protect millions of tons of illegal fishing, then it's kind of like, you know, what is considered to be good, um, what's the term they use in, in war whenever innocent people die? <laughs> um
4: uh, friendly fire. Yeah,
1: you know, it, whenever you're looking at yeah. something like that, like maybe possibly taking
4: collateral, collateral, collateral damage. damage, maybe
1: it's acceptable collateral damage. damage to save hundreds of millions of tons of wildlife in the ocean, which is really what makes the world go round. We're 63% water and, and so is the world. Um, you know, maybe if, if one 169 birds being taken a little bit out of their ordinary element, is worth saving that, then, uh, I mean, you have to make some concessions, right, to be able to save some of these species and wildlife.
3: And and you know that the fishermen aren't going to kill an albatross, either that or they've never read any Coleridge.
4: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Well, on top of that, you look at the Mm -hmm. amount of these birds that are out there. I mean, they're they're like rats with wings. Uh, They're another type of. They're almost as
1: bad as pigeons, yeah.
4: Yeah, there's plenty of them to go around, so it's not like we're going to really decimate the population of a couple of them or casualties. Um, and I don't think they're trying to do that. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's uh, what is it, the Center for Scientific Research um, from, yeah, France's National Center for Scientific Research. So I think they're probably going to do the best they can, you know, to do it all humanely and stuff like that. Um, and, and for me, I look at it like, okay, if they're overfishing and what's going on with all these fish? They just caught a bunch of fish and they're just going to let them sit and rot because they can't sell them because they overfished. Yeah, you know, I, and no, they'll, they'll
1: sell them. Are, <laughs> how many of you are familiar with the whole blackfish deal?
0: I don't. I mean, know anything about it?
1: So in Indonesia, all the way from all the way up to Japan and through coastal China and through Thailand and Hong Kong and all that stuff, all the way through the whole Indonesian territorials, Um. They've done uh, incredible, massive damage to the ecosystem through the Southern Pacific, um, where they have overfished and killed endangered species, and, and uh, including dolphins, blue tip and bottlenose dolphins. Um, right. That's they, why we need they,
4: that technology.
1: That uh, you know, and they've completely massacred these populations. Where, uh, where it's even affected killer whale population and migration, it's affected. Affected sharks, whether you care for or don't care for great whites, which I absolutely fucking hate the idea of, but uh, they've affected their uh, migration patterns. They've affected tuna. They've affected mackerel. All of this overfishing and killing of these species and everything has uh, kind of trickled down uh,
4: where it's affected it the food chain and the yeah, environment.
1: The whole ecosystem. The e- yeah.
4: Exactly. That's that. Those are the dangers. That's why they're doing these types of things, and it's important. I don't think there's enough maybe awareness about this kind of stuff. And, um, and the obviously. whole blackfish
1: conspiracy. That there's a movie you can look up on Netflix. Netflix called Net, uh, Blackfish, and Hunters Cove. There's two different movies you can look up about it, but uh, just the. Um, mass overkill that they it's like a genocide they've done on species in the in the ocean which at the end of the day uh, even if you live in indiana it still affects you um you know so um well, just in the price of fish. isn't a big big deal and it, like yeah and Colin's saying you know a tuna going from 299 a pound to seven dollars a pound ain't because of COVID. Uh, maybe it is right now because of shipping, but you know, I mean, it's because it's becoming a rarer species. And tuna, it, right. uh, it uh, used to be as prolific as chickens, you know. And now, right, now right. the price is tripled in the past ten years because of this overkilling of of the areas that they they swim in.
4: Yeah, it all comes down to supply and demand. And that's why we have to keep track of these things. Otherwise, it it affects everything. It changes the entire demographic. And before you know, we're paying huge prices. Just like we have been, like, um, was it? You know, it fluctuates between three, three to five bucks a pound for ground beef usually, right? Well, we were up to like seven ninety nine a pound up here dealing with it during this COVID stuff because all the places were closed down because oh, we can't, we don't have the employees. Everybody's sick, you know. So the price went up because they only had so much to offer. And it just you know that, that's kind of that stuff that we got to look at you know when we're talking about our environment and uh, um the animals that we use for our food
0: no you're not you're not wrong and i think i did to get to touch on something that chris uh, was saying about like the awareness of the uh, you know i think they make a good job of it like with things like shark week where humanity has finally started to realize the importance in the ecosystem of the oceans but i don't think they real i don't think uh There's enough information out there, really, uh, to to all the benefits of marine life to to all life on the planet. And that uh, a strong uh, ocean and oceanographic uh, uh, biosystem is the life force of all life on the planet and how much it does affect dry land ecosystems. You know, um and all like, like I said, like we after Jaws 1975, people were hunting great white sharks to the point of extinction. Now we're starting to pro- trophy. as yeah. trophies and now they're starting to proliferate. Oh my God, I can't use words today. You know, they're proliferate. They're, they're, proliferate. <laughs> they're, they're finally starting to proliferate back into normal numbers because people finally realized how important a great white shark was to the ecosystem of the oceans, which in oh. turn is, is, is important to the ecosystem of the world. I just don't think they've paid enough attention to all the other type of species, including a salmon or, or a tuna or or even the coral reefs or or things of that nature where, where, you know, everything in there has an importance to the ecosystem.
4: Right. Right. Like you, you think like a fly is the most annoying critter on the planet because it lands on you and pisses you off. Right. But what you don't think about is flies, uh, they take feed care the of carcasses, bird. yeah, they feed yeah. the birds, they feed bats, um, and they, they take care of all the carcasses that get hit by cars on the side of the road, um, rotting, decaying material, they eat all that stuff, so they do have a purpose, even though they're annoying to us, yeah. and everything in the world is that way, and it's got to trickle down, no matter what it is, you know, any type of animal, you know, so that's that's... That's where my mind's at with all that kind of stuff. So it's of like the food side
1: food. effect of being the top of the food chain. Everything that's beneath you or annoys you or doesn't actually serve a direct purpose to you, it's worth killing. Uh, that's kind of the way it is throughout the animal killing uh, kingdom, you know. And and us being at the top of it because we're able to manipulate our surroundings and and whatnot. Uh, right, but know, we have to be responsible. We everything, our... but we don't think about the responsibility of it.
4: Right. I don't like. That, I don't that's like key the idea. As a responsible.
0: Being a shark fan, I don't like the idea of humans calling ourselves the top of the food chain, because I'm sorry. Take the greatest apex predators of the land and put them in the ocean, and who do you think is going to win on a fight? The smallest well, shark or the biggest lion.
1: Shark out of water, you know. If you take the shark out of water, he ain't whooping nobody's ass. <laughs> well, that's
0: it. That's it. We may right, be we may be true, the top. We true. may be the top of our environment, but we are not the top of the food chain. <laughs> yeah. Well, if yeah. we Put definitely. legs on a shark, yeah. we're screwed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> put a shark in a tornado, <laughs> we get five oh, anyway. shitty movies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, any
4: more information you'd like to look up on that? Um, look up the. Uh, France's National Center for Scientific Research, and they'll have more info for you. Um, uh, The next thing on my list was uh, bees. Um, What was it here? About Notre Dame. I'm sure everybody remembers we had that big fire at Notre Dame not too long ago. Right. Um, It says here, Um, When fire ravaged Paris' Notre Dame Cathedral last year, many presumed that the three colonies of bees living in the sacristy roof had perished. But against all odds, these bees survived the inferno and continue to thrive through the coronavirus lockdown. Um, There's nothing wrong with them at all, reports beekeeper Sybil Moulin, who looks after 30 to 45,000 insects in the three hives. The behavior of the colonies is perfectly normal. The beehives are just 30 meters below Notre Dame's main roof trusses, uh, but were untouched by the flames. The mystery remains, says Moulin, all that smoke, heat, water, and everything. Um, She kept visiting the bees through the coronavirus crisis as humans stressed over COVID. Um, Moulin reports that the bees were completely unbothered.
1: The crazy, the huh. real crazy thing about bees is if you were to take some bees from, uh, you know, where uh, Stoly lives or where Don lives uh, or Serenity and, and move them to Europe or Asia, they would be able to pick up exactly where they left off, build a new hive, appropriate a, a new queen. Like bees are incredibly um, resilient. Resource, resilient and resourceful. It, it's, it's yeah, they could adapt.
4: Yeah. And that's cool. Very. Totally cool. They're that tough. Um, So, yeah, there's that. And then uh, there was another thing. Oh, yeah, plastic bottles. You guys like (laughs) this one? Um, Mutant enzyme heralds breakthrough in recycling. Scientists have created an enzyme that can break down used plastic bottles for recycling in a matter of hours. Engineered from bacteria found in leaf compost, the enzyme reduces the peat bottles made from polyethylene terephthalate. Uh, if that's right, a form of polyester, <laughs> <Good> um, <laughs> to their chemical building blocks, which are then used to make high-quality new bottles. Existing recycling technologies using uh, produce plastics suitable only for clothing and carpets, uh, Car- Carbios, the French startup behind the uh, breakthrough, aims to be recycling at an industrial scale within five years, uh, this represents a significant step towards uh, forward towards true circular recycling, and uh, says Professor John McGeehan, director of the UK-based Center for Enzyme Innovations.
0: That's that's cool. That's cool. I'm yeah. ha- I'm happy to hear that uh, that that they could do that now. if They just put it in a liquid form. Put it in a. Uh, you know, a biplane to fly over every landfill, you know, in the in the country, and we watch those 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 mountains of trash just start to disintegrate because now they're finally decomposing all the the, the, the plastics that have been sitting in there since you know 1942.
4: Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. Now they have the enzymes that can battle them and help them break down, so that our our landfills aren't aren't taking forever to decompose.
1: Or we could just use hemp and say fuck it. And all of our
0: landfills would only be full, like, every five years. <laughs> the, problem, the problem is with right, using well, hemp is all the idiots will start smoking it instead of using it for the decomposition.
1: Well, they are idiots, and they deserve to die however it is you die from smoking hemp.
4: So, <laughs> no, if we can get them to smoke plastic bottles, we'll be all set.
1: There we go. Yeah. we're gonna it, That's population control at its finest.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, I want you no, to put you this all around... Me. I want you to put this all around the uh the, the the landfill area so that way it starts decomposing. I mean fuck dad. I can't get good shit like this on the street. This <laughs> smoke this this is better than bath salts, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's better than diet <laughs> bottle.
2: Oh man. It's like the new banana or something, banana peel. <laughs>
0: People are pulling shit out of the landfill to make I bowls to smoke to him. So for, it, for any of our viewers who would like to leave a comment about bath salts or any of the previously discussed subjects, please drop us a line. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're offending you in any way, sorry, we'll talk slower. <laughs> yeah, next, next time we'll spell it out.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. I guess
0: that's all I got right on, man. Well, we're cutting this one. This we're cutting this one here. Uh, We're going to get do our goodbyes and all that, because unfortunately a couple of us have to go run over to yet another podcast and we're already running over time. So, you know, uh, so for everybody here, everybody here, guys will go around the room like normal, tell everybody where they can find your show, where they can find you, where they can contact you and all that happy, good news, especially if they want to pick on Chris Rudder for the bath salt comments. That's right. Well, let Chris, go, we'll let Chris go Chris first.
1: This is Christopher Rudder. Uh, uh, you can find me at What's Your F and Binge. Just look up What's Your F and Binge on any social media platform, whether it's Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. We have a public page. We also have a private page, and you can look us up on Spotify, Apple, anywhere else you find good podcast at. At What Your F and Binge. Thanks, guys. See you later.
0: See you later, Don Smith. See
3: you, Chris. Hey this is Don Smith. You can find me at thelife1069.com. It's an old website I haven't updated yet, but I'm going to, I friggin' promise. Uh, all the links are still good. You can find The Life Radio Show at pretty much any podcast uh, app right now. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook at The Life1069 or at Don Smith Comedy on Twitter.
0: Serenity.
2: Um. As long as you swear you'll be creepy and annoying, my email is <laughs> um, VinylProphet, that is P-R-O-P-H-E-T, at gmail.com.
0: When she says creepy and annoying, she means she wants dick pics with alien head filters over the top of the dick. Only to share and with all of you. <laughs> We will show it on <laughs> air next week. And Colin <laughs> Colin, Washburn. <laughs> Colin Washburn. Colin <laughs> Washburn.
4: Hey, guys. I'm uh, here on Facebook. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, you can email me at colinwashburn at gmail.com um, or I'm on YouTube. Um, drop me a line if you've got something positive to talk about. Um, thanks. I'm out. <laughs>
0: And of course, guys, you can find this episode here and all episodes from uh, Realm of the Mist Entertainment at Realm of the Mist Entertainment on YouTube. Just hit that like button, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the podcasts of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. And if you prefer your podcast in an audio only format, you can find us on Anchor.fm, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. Uh, we can be found on all the social medias. And of course, you can contact us directly at Realm of the Mist at gmail.com. And again, I'd like to take an opportunity to thank Thank our guest, Mr. Blind Mike, for coming on. And make sure you check out his great programming on blindcaferadio.net. That is radio.net. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. I hope you had a blast. I had a blast with this one. And we will catch you next week on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall Weekly. Have a good night. Hey guys, it's Chris from Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that thumbs up button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts that can be found on Realm of the Mist Entertainment's YouTube channel or our sister channel, Sounds Dicey Gaming, for all your tabletop needs. And if you prefer your podcast in audio-only format, check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. To our Patreon supporters, we thank you very, very much. And if you're interested in being a Patreon supporter, please go over to patreon.com slash Mist, and just a dollar a month gives you exclusive content and helps our channel out greatly. Guys, again, thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you on the next episode.